Welcome to our Rollmaster actual play session. Twilights of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero are two campaigns currently co-joined set in the world of Thuranaki, the continent of men. The game system used in our game is Rollmaster Classic with a liberal inclusion of home rules. We hope you enjoy our story. And, as always, give a dice roll in your favour. This is episode 112 of Twilight of the Old Order, and episode 89 of Ain't No Place for a Hero. The two parties have been reunited in the free city of Jebai Ritana after some 14 days apart since escaping the in-between, and are now in the middle of a dangerous mission on a forgotten, dismal island. We pick up the story for our heroes in the aftermath of a brutal fight on a jungle path. As they muse on what to do next, potential inter-party conflict looms regarding the execution of a defenseless prisoner in cold blood. Hello, I'm Chris, otherwise known as GM Chance, and welcome to our story. Or rather, on this occasion, stories. Because tonight we have not one, but two campaigns co-joined. Twilight of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero. In a second or two, I'm going to ask the players of the, the 12, count them. Yep, there's a lot up on screen. The 12 characters up on screen uh, to introduce the, the character or characters that they're playing. A couple of very quick notes from me, uh, as per usual. First and foremost, we have a, a new player tonight. We have Giles, who's joining us. Giles will be playing Mithan. Um, Giles, you are very, very welcome. Delighted to have you here with us tonight. Um, seconds, uh, just my usual shout outs to our usual subscribe or to our subscribers and our, our supporters of the channel. Thank you very much indeed for the kind comments and, and the general support. The channel keeps growing and we really appreciate the kind feedback that you provide. Next, uh, as, as I've mentioned a few times now, the, the these two stories, Twilight of the Old Order and Ain't No Place for a Hero, have been running for some time. If you're interested in learning a bit more about what's happened in the stories previously, have a look down below. There are a couple of links to two videos one for each uh, game and a PDF document which explains a bit more about uh, about each story. Last comment from me and then I'm going to hand over to the players to introduce the characters they're playing. Uh, we got together recently, in fact uh, the weekend just been, a number of us, the majority of the uh, the, the players in, the, in these two games assembled here in Auckland, New Zealand uh, as we tend to do once a year and we had a fantastic weekend-long extravaganza of, uh, of role-playing. Um, you will see this video because I'm going to be re releasing them uh, sequentially 
um, in due course after the, the videos from that weekend come out. But just as a bit of an explanation, uh, the reason there's been a bit of a delay is there's a lot of material and uh, it's, it's just taking a while to go through and edit. Anyway, you'll be, you'll be watching this video by the time the others come out, but just as an explanation of why perhaps there's been a delay. All right, with no further ado, I'm going to hand over to the first of the players tonight who's going to kick off and introduce their characters and answer uh, one character development question. Graham, take it away, please. Hello. Um, I play... Count them four characters um, across two parties. Uh, turning to the Twilight Party, first up is a guy called Severin Kydergaard, who is a stocky Northman. Um, trained, his profession is a swordsman, and he has spent most of his life trying to master the sword. And he, he's get, he's not bad. Um, he's a charming fellow, uh, fancies himself as a bit of a leader, has a tendency to lecture, however, uh, can grate with uh, too much, um, <clears throat> if, uh, yeah, too much, uh, if, you, if hanging around for too long. Um, his question, um, how do you handle the moral ambiguities that come with party decisions? Uh, he has to keep reminding himself, I think, uh, when party's done questionable things of the higher purpose and actually if you if you happen to be weighing up the future of the world as they know it and uh, a small indiscretion here and there well it's easy to kind of it's it's easy to get over it put it that way um he's a good guy severin but he's he's flexible hmm. second tenya who is uh an elven hunter she is from a very wealthy, privileged background, uh, whose family fell from grace, and she has turned to adventuring. And um, she's a, not an easy character. She's a little spiteful, a little bit spiky. Uh, but all right, once you get to know her, she's a dab hand with a bow, um, which she has mastered over the years. Um, in terms of whether she believes as a traitor in the party, um, a little, probably a traitor would be too far, but I think um, she has recently made a discovery uh, about Askel, and uh, that's made her slightly sort of suspicious, and he's not what she thought he was, so she's definitely sort of keeping an eye on him. But no, she doesn't believe he's a traitor, just maybe feels that he's a little more complex than she first thought. Turning to the hero party, um, next up is Neathanel, who really is complex. She is um, an elf. Uh, she is something called a magent, which is a mix of uh, fighting skills, sneaky skills, and magic. Um, she is a let's say a religious fundamentalist um <laughs> she keeps her beliefs pretty close to her chest but uh yeah she has some unsavory ideas about how to cleanse society uh which are best not uh, not entered into if you uh, uh for, as a result uh, moral ambiguities are really not a problem um does she believe that there's a traitor in the party uh i mean the hero party have been through a lot i mean they've been stuck on a boat and tortured i mean they're probably if there's a traitor well, I mean, hats off to them. I mean, the only suspect would be a 
any character who's come along subsequently. Uh, Demos, she can't really imagine it. He's just not the type. He's very straightforward sort of man, we think. He th she thinks, certainly no inclination. And Etienne is just too bizarre. I mean, he would make a rubbish spy. I mean, if you were going to send a spy, you wouldn't send him. He sticks out a mile. Uh, so probably not. Uh, speaking of Etienne, he's the other character which I play in the hero party. He is a something called a genitrist, which is a type of holy paladin. He follows the teachings of Aphrodite, the goddess of love. Uh, he is a very flamboyant man. Uh, his religious practices sort of get tied up with um, all forms of uh, artistic expression and um, uh, excesses. Um, he, he embraces love in all its forms and uh, part of his worship includes uh, excess, shall we say, uh, and whatever Elias has to offer. Although he's had precious opportunity to do so since joining the party since we've been thrust off, sent off to some very strange locations. Um, has he... well... How would he handle moral ambiguities? Now, he's the bit of the weak link, really. It's all very well being a paladin, but that comes with uh, principles. Uh, and so, in terms, he's not a great fit with the hero party. He believes he's been sent here by his goddess to do a job, but he doesn't really share a great kind of moral outlook uh, with the rest of the party. And so, yeah, he is a bit of a problem, and he has felt compromised, and he would be vocal if there were issues. I'm guessing the rest of the party are aware of that, tend not to talk to him about some of the more unsavoury things that they are either considering or have done. Or have done very recently, perhaps. Very good. Yes. Thank you very much. Who are you throwing over to, Graham? Shall throw over to Mason. Uh, kia ora, I'm Mason. I play Demos. Uh, he's a big big, beautiful mixed man with the greatest legs. Um, he joined the party, oh, I, think, I think he's been with the party for about a month. Um, prior to that, he was uh, protecting, he was like a, a bodyguard type for a princess, and then she went off and got married, so he kind of had nothing to do, so he decided to go look for his sister, who's been missing, and then kind of Fell into, fell into step with the with the hero party and has enjoyed his time with them so far. Along with Costas Petrides too. Oh yes, and then he was, he was working for the Petrides family for a bit, and then fell in with the party because they came and did a like a gladiator. What is it called? Like a like a fight. <laughs> and the, we got the, paid. Tri the trial of Ely. That's it. Thank you. That was fun. He enjoyed that. Um, so for him, which party member reminds you of someone from your past? Um, so Kiros actually reminds him a lot of his, both like his sister and and the princess that he was looking after, um, which is why he often feels quite close to her and tries to protect her when when he can. But she was he also knows that she has a tendency to just to go and she can look after herself perfectly fine um yeah yeah 
um, on that, I'll pass over to Alex. Oh, thank you, Mason. Uh, kia ora, I'm Alex and I play Keros. Um, Keros is a young North woman. She is a uh, weather mage, so um, has a range of very cool and very helpful spells, bowls and walls and so on. Um, she is very socially minded. She wears a heart on her sleeve. Some would say she's a bit naive, um, just really led by a, a strong moral compass of doing the right thing. Um, and she's accompanied by Victory, the cat, who was rescued a wee while ago. Oh, there she is. Um, and is a, 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 va a very valued member of the party. Um, yeah, she's also getting pretty strong at her bow because she's had to because she lost her some of her power points. Um, so when they get a bit low, she whips out the bow. So she's uh, learning uh, a new skill, I guess. And she's also kind of learning about life and about love or maybe not love but you know childhood crushes so she's yeah she's just a, a young girl trying to navigate this crazy world <laughs> um okay her question would be have you ever felt outshone by another party member i think definitely to start with she did she wasn't very powerful um and she was still coming to terms with how she felt in the cloud club. So she was a bit of an outsider. She's just not quite right, you know. The girl who's just a beat off. The lipstick's not quite right. The clothes aren't quite right. Maybe they're secondhand. So she always tried really hard. Um, so definitely coming into um, a party with, like, real adults who, who know their stuff. But she has become super powerful. And now she's feeling quite sure of herself because... She's been called on to do stuff and important stuff like ice walls so people can lick them and they don't die of dehydration. And she thinks that's pretty cool. Um, so it, her, her confidence is growing. Excellent. And, and, and her heart and giggles and her blushes are growing mm. with all these lovely men. Lots of lovely men. Excellent. Lot. Thank you. <laughs> Who would you like to hear from? Oh, sorry. Um, I would love to hear from Pete, please. Thank you. Um, yeah, kia ora, I'm Pete, and I'll be playing... First off, I'll be playing uh, Leif tonight. Uh, Leif is a half-elf. He's a warrior mage, um, which means he uses magic and weapons. He's a really friendly guy, quietly spoken, but sort of really takes a genuine interest in people. Um... And quite, quite a straightforward guy from a very long time. Um, question for him is... Um, where is it? Oh, which party member reminds you of someone from your past? Um, uh, Demos. Demos reminds him of his second oldest brother, Garth. Demos is a sensitive fellow. Um, seems to be straightforward, but he's probably quite you know, a bit more complex underneath, I suppose. He's quite physical and quite, you know, sort of... Um, I suppose a thoughtful person, but you know, sort of rough and burly on the outside, but a, a really, really lovely person. So yeah, that's that's who um, I remember that reminds, reminds, reminds most of him from his past. Um, another character I'll be playing is Nicholas. Nicholas is from the Twilight Party. He is a common man. He is a magic user. He's a, a, a mentat. 
uh, which means he uses mentalism spells. Um, he's quiet and studious and, you know, doesn't, doesn't like to put himself forward and is quite happy to be sort of protected by the rest of the party. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, question for him would be, do you believe there's a traitor in the party? Um, similar to Tanya, um, he didn't have the same experience as Tanya. He's got, Tanya's got more information on him than, than he does. But he was very interested to hear Askell's opinion on the Mon Men. So this group of very rich, secret society of r- very rich people who wanted us to murder a poor person just because they're poor and they believe in the divine right of the, um, right of the rich. And Nicholas is, hmm, interesting. Askell seemed to know a bit about them and had an opinion about them, so he intends to question um, Askell about that at some point. Doesn't believe he's a traitor, but just there's more. This is history, and also his history with his very powerful um, mistress, Dina, that, you know, he pulled strings, and strings were certainly pulled in Giovairatana. So there's, yeah, Nicholas has got, would like to know, would like to learn more about Askell. He's obviously got a past. Um... Um, a character I'm not playing tonight, because Giles will be playing her, is Mithan. But I'll be answering Mithan's que- uh, questions just because I think Giles isn't quite familiar with her as, as, as yet. She is um, a North woman. Um, she is a ranger, so she's uh, good at his outdoor skills. She's good with a bow, and she has a, a small amount of healing skills and a small amount of knowledge of herbs. Um, I think um, she's not a particularly people person really um she, she she doesn't she knows who she is she's fine with who she is and she doesn't seek approval from anyone um she protects herself and but more recently as she is becoming coming to want to protect the party and she is coming to trust the party and want them to like her or want or values them more and more so there's a change there, and that's just due to them proving themselves, basically. Um, yeah. Um, question for her. Um, <laughs> uh, do you believe there's a traitor in the party? Same, similar to, I don't know which one of Graham's characters answered, but no, she doesn't believe that there'll be a traitor in the party. But more, to, more, more than that, if she did suspect, okay, so she's very straightforward, she would gather information and then she would not shy from a confrontation. She would demand to know if she had, you know, she's not, she's not, she's very straightforward and very honest, but she's not stupid about it. So she'd want to get that information, but then she would, she would co- confront them when she had enough information. She wouldn't shy from them. You think she would um, use violence to solve Oh, abso- absolutely not. No, no. Okay. Oh, 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 not to get questions. Oh, well, if it came to it, but she would. No, she's not a. If she felt threatened, then she would want. If, if that person ended up being a threat, yeah, she'd want to take steps. I don't know if it would be violence, but um, it would be difficult. It would be. Could be really bad for her, actually, because <laughs> she's just starting to trust people. Um, um, can we please hear from Askel? Right. Uh, Hello, everyone. Um, oops, I've lost all my info. Uh, yeah, I'm playing Askell. Um, he's a tall half-elf warrior mage um, from the ports of Chibi. Um, and his favourite weapon is his ornate cutlass. And he's got his newly uh, acquired um, earring. So he's definitely got a bit of a modern-day pirate look going on. Um, <laughs> Askell. Um, what? 
question for him was uh, what party member reminds you of someone from the past? Um, and that would be Jada. Um, there's something about Jada really reminds school somewhat of his dad. Um, just some of the mannerisms, um, um, sort of features that you can see in around the, uh, obviously, Jada's wearing a uh, hijab. Um, so the eyes and just that, some, some of the facial features uh, sort of thing. Um, Eskel may have seen a bit more of her when um, they were mm. dispelling the demon. Um, yeah, and she would have had it uh, her, her job removed. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Thank you very much. Who are you passing over to? I will pass over to Grey Ash Aiden. Uh, hello, uh, I'm Aiden, and I'm playing Grey, who is a handsome half elf and beastmaster, uh, with a couple of extra other kind of magical tricks up his sleeve or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> He's the strong, silent type, uh, and he's got a bit of a tragic backstory. Pretty much everyone he's ever loved has been brutally murdered, uh, either in front of him or, like, in the vicinity. <laughs> uh, so he's he's a bit of a... Yeah, that's probably why he's a bit of a quiet guy. Um, he dislikes wearing too many clothes. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, I think for his question, I would answer... How would he handle the moral ambiguities that come with the party decisions? Uh, to be honest, he probably just wouldn't handle them. Um, when there's like a really difficult moral decision, he kind of just clams up. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes a bit quiet and internalizes things and just pushes it down and turns it into kidney stones. Um, yeah, he'd just clam up and just wouldn't. It's, yeah. Go to the go to the woods and deal with it on his own. <laughs> Chop some trees. Chop some trees down. <laughs> take his ponytail around. That kind of thing. Excellent. He's also accompanied yeah. uh, by his um, hawk, Ningwen. Yes. And wingy. The wingy, wingy. Uh, and yeah. the GM, I need to be reminded, of course, but I made an error um, as part of the weekends that actually. Wingy or Ningwen might have spotted something earlier on, so so please do remind me uh, over the course of the game. Will do. She's she's also quite silent, so she yeah needs to speak up a bit more, old Wingy. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you. We have one last person yet to introduce themselves. Stara, take it away. Hi, I play Jada. As she is on the screen. I can't believe Askel's seen her face. It's very awkward. She's a bit overwhelmed by that thought. So Jada was given to her monastery when she was a baby. Um, she doesn't know who her parents are. She's uh, religious, devout, pious, God-fearing, spiritual, saintly, righteous, and uh, an, an Arab healer. Uh, which is why she's quiet, uh, always fully robed, and a bit judgy. She's tall, silent, and very deadly with a quarterstaff. Her question, so how does she handle moral ambiguities? Well, um, what came to mind is there was a situation recently where uh, 
a whole party could have saved someone and we all had to think about what we wanted to do. Jada fainted because she was, her brain overloaded. She was thinking, oh my gosh, utilitarianism, um, we're trying to save the world, deontology, virtue theory, which one? And then uh, passed out. <laughs> Uh, she takes it very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) She takes it very seriously. Um, Yes, she's often she's very she's very moral. Um, Tries to convert everyone. It never works. (laughs) Excellent, excellent, fantastic as always. Extremely well introduced all. Um, There we go, gentle viewer. Those are the the twelve. There are a lot of them. Twelve characters that will delight and thrall us and entertain, well, dazzle us with the escapades um, this evening. I'd like to hand over, please, to Pete to provide a, a quick, and I know it's hard, Pete, because a lot happened over the two days on the weekend, but if you could provide us um, a very quick summary, and then we're going to leap into the game, please. Sure thing. So um, we started the weekend session with both parties having met and in the middle of a meeting with the Mon Men, the Mon Men being very rich, um, a very rich secret organisation that's uh, opposed to uh, TCOS, basically, which is the Tarang Committee of State Security, I believe. So the um, Tarang is the is the basically communist communist nation, I assume that's wanting people to they're wanting to remove magic other races and more most importantly the rich people from the world basically they want everything to be um even basically um and fair um so of course these modern people are very opposed to them um they uh, tasked us with a testing mission to see if they were going to you know resource us and invest in us as um our parties to help us accomplish our missions to try and stop the these the uh, TCOS uh, plans to reduce the well to destroy the old order to reduce, to 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 bring this um this revolution around. Um, this mission was to go to an island in the south of the Katana Sea where we uh, where we are at the moment um, called Jewel Island. This was this has been used as a weapons depot for TCOS. So there's a whole lot of weapons and and things stored on this island that are getting picked up by TCOS ships in several days' time. Our mission is to go there, kill the people guarding it, and claim those weapons for the Mon Men, or well, take them away from, from TCOS. We uh, sailed on the Mon Men boats to Jewel Island. We landed. We uh, So this island has got two... We, I think we calculated two viable ports, so um, places where this, the um, weapons might be stored or picked up from. So we figured, figured we'd probably investigate both of those, but we wanted to keep a low profile profile because we're not sure who's on the island. So we landed a wee, a wee way away from the, the, the northern one of these two ports, and we travelled for a couple of days, um, met some interesting creatures, the, the troll boars along the way through the, the landscape. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of a fight there. Ended up okay. Um... We came across some odd cocoons and trees, perhaps local, the people, you know, perhaps the burial rituals of the local people, not sure, and heard some odd spooky noises. Oh, perhaps we're not sure. Oh, those are the, those are the bodies that were inside. We didn't see that over the weekend. Um, uh, heard some spooky noises in the night. I found it, I found it supernatural, so perhaps there's a bit more going on here. Um, another point to note that this island was 
involved in the Second War of Scarthus. That was a part of, it, a part of the history document. So just a note to our party, the, um, the Second War of Scarthus did involve necromancers, and so there might be remnant dead people on this island. We might be facing undead at some point. Um, who knows? Um, after, so we made our way to the northern settlement and we sort of skirted it. It didn't look like a military operation in the slightest. There was a ruined tower, which I think that um, Jada pointed out was interesting. No degree uh, there. Um, but the, 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 this, this northern village was certainly not what we were expecting to see as a military fortification. I mean, it could be a cover. Who knows? Uh, we skirted that and we were heading for the southern one down a very narrow um, path surrounded by jungle when we came across another um, group of armed people. Um, a, a fight ensued um, and we it, it sort of um, was revealed that these people were from the Roldenic Church um, who uh, really have it in for the hero party um, as they are under the misconception that we want to try to kill one of their religious figures. We did not, we do not want to, did not want to do anything of the sort, but that's, I've got that, that into their heads. Um, this, the fight was quite bloody. Um, um, one of our, Jada was, was sh shot badly and uh, lost one of her death saves, one of her character death saves. Um, but has since recovered. Um, a lot of them were killed. Um, some very, very handy uh, ice, ice um, cold balls from Kiros, some good wall action, and some good fighting. Just plain old, good old fighting. Oh, some very nice phantasms from Grey that distracted them. Um, the fight ended when um, this fellow on screen, thank you, thank you, Chris, um, approached and we figure, figured he was, he seems like some sort of a cleric because they'd had, they'd had some magic use. There was a, a light spell that um, stunned a couple of, well, a character or so, used on us. Um, he, appro he approached with a weapon but perhaps judging the fight to be fairly turning against him and his, his, his uh, the, the Rodenic people, he um, blew a horn and there, sound, and sounding their retreat. So, so we think they came and so they came from the south they know we're here they've seen us we don't know how many there are of them so they are a threat to us um after the the battle um a few things happened we uh some villagers approached from using come, coming down the path just chatting away and um tanya and demos and mm, can't remember one other person um had a, I think it was Etty maybe, had a, had a bit of a talk with them um, about, you know, who's on the island. It was a wonderful, wonderful talk. Um, and we established that the, that village did seem to be non-military. They didn't know about any visitors on the island. Uh, maybe, maybe rumours of some, but not, but they quite mystified why anyone would want to be here. Um, you know, quite taken aback at what we were doing there. Um, uh, we established that one of the people in their village, um, uh, Malos, or Malos, shares the same name as the information we've got as the bandit or the, the leader of the, the um, troops uh, protecting the weapons on this island. So we're very, we were very interested in that. And I think Neathanel was dispatched herself to follow these villagers when they went, when they were shooed back to their village after getting, being paid off with some very nice knives. Um, they've gone back to the village and, and Neathan was following them to uh, find out, or do a bit of investigating. The other thing that happened after the battle was there was one uh, survivor of the, uh, of the soldiers that attacked us. 
Um, he was very badly wounded, very badly wounded, but sort of a uh, lost case, I'm sure. Um, and <laughs> Severin went about and, um, asking him for information. They um, thought we were TCOS agents. Okay. Uh, Severin disabused him of that and, and pointed out that actually we were, and it turns out we noticed um, the same map that we had been given by the Mon Men and the same signalling device that we had been given by the Mon Men in the bag of one of the, their party members. Um, so Severin was very good at pointing out to, to this, soldier, this, this dying man um, that we'd both been sent on the same mission by the Mon Men and that we were on the same side. Um, he wanted to get further information out of him. Um, I can't recall of all of it. Um, basically, just the history of where they got their mission from. Um, and um, I think we finished with um, with Dan and, and Askell deciding together that he was a threat. You know, if we were to let him go, he would go back to the rest of his colleagues. And I mean, he was dying anyway. I'm sure of it. Um, so, so I mean, Mithan's, actually, Mithan's healing of him wasn't going to save his life. It, was, it wasn't sufficiently powerful. So they, Mithan was particularly, I think both Mithan and Eskel were keen to remove him as a threat, and they did so. Well done, Pete. That was a lot to go through. Fantastic. Bravo. Anybody else, any, any qualifying questions, anything you need to touch on? Nope. Okay. If we're ready. Uh, at very long last, it's taken a while due to some technical issues. Um, we'll start the game in a second, just very quickly for this first little bit, because of the the slitting of the throat business and the fact that um, Mithan and Askel were overheard. Not that they know that, but were overheard by uh, Jada, um, Gray, and Demos. Uh, we are going to. Uh, Pete ask you to handle Mithan straight off. We think it's a little bit unfair. I think it's a little bit unfair to pass that over to Giles straight away um, to roleplay that out if there is any roleplaying and then Giles, you're in the, in the driving seat from there. Uh, any any last qualifying questions by anybody before we start the game? I think we're good, but tell me if so. Go in once. Go in twice. Let's start the game. So yes, indeed, you are in the middle of the jungle on this jungle path. You can hear the sounds of the monkeys and the birds in the background. Um, they've now started up again after the screaming and the bloodshed and the ice bolt exploding has, has ceased and and the forest has, resorted, or has returned to some degree of normality. Um, so after that happens, um, Neathanol and, and Tanya, you, you, along with Demos and Etienne, everybody rejoins the group. Uh, you're all on the forest path. And just in time, uh, Severin, you've been off interrogating um, this person. You've come back to the assembled group some 15, 20 foot away. There's been general cleanup. You've collected gear, which was discussed last time. You've dragged bodies off into the undergrowth. And then all of a sudden, both Jadar um gray and demos hear the strange kind of gurgling sounds it sounds horribly like a death rattle coming from the bushes about 15 foot away um in the direction where both askel and mithan went to um 
any of those three characters kick it off, what do you do, if anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, guys, I think, I, I think I hear a war crime. <laughs> Anyone else hear that war crime? <laughs> Sounds uh, like someone just killed the prisoner of war. Uh, yeah, Grey, Grey is going to pretend that he doesn't hear anything and <laughs> is just going to go inspect some trees uh, <laughs> while fighting the urge to vomit. Okay. okay, noted. Demos? But did Demos know it was Mathen up there? Uh, he, so Demos and some of the others who were down chatting to the villagers, and, and Demos, you know this, that um, Tanya actually trotted off down, Tanya and I think Yathanol trotted off down the path after the two villagers, and you and Etienne just kind of stood around for a bit, keeping on watch. Um, Nathaniel and Tanya came back shortly afterwards, and then the four of you went, and, when I, you know, um, uh, and then actually uh, Tanya escorted the, the two villagers around the, the murder scene, let's call it that, the site of the combat. Um, so you've just come, you and the others have rejoined the group, are you aware that it was Askel and Mithan? Yeah, let's say that you saw um, Askel and Mithan head off into the undergrowth and then you've heard a, a, a certainly a strange kind of noise. I mean, it could could be something totally different, of course, but it did sound weird. I think... I think Demos... He'd probably just wait for Mithan to come back and then just very quietly ask her, like... I think I heard this thing, but I just... What, like, what happened? All right. <laughs> Thank you. So, Jada, are you, you're, you're saying you've heard a war crime. Are you acting on that? Are you doing anything else? Gray's looking at trees. Demos is waiting. Anybody else yeah. doing anything? I think I'll go over there and just say, please explain what's okay. going on. Why has this happened? Did we need to do this? This is not morally right. <laughs> okay. So, Askel and, and Mithan, you're, you're, you're literally just kind of putting the body down. Um, I think um, Mithan, you cut his throat, and Askel, you stabbed him through the eye or thereabouts. And suddenly, uh, Jada has pushed your way through the undergrowth, and she said exactly that to you. What do you do? Uh, oh, Mithan would be happy to answer. Or, or did you want to, Askel? Um, well, uh, Askel was going to do something first, as putting the body down. He would have um, slipped his hand into his pocket or his jerkin and um, uh, placed his hand on um, something inside his his shirt or pocket um mm-hmm. and then just see me quietly just say mistress i remain true um and then carry on like nothing happened um, Very i good. think well that's, that's twice in a month and uh yeah hope, hope she's happy Excellent. does nothing notice uh give me a perception roll pete <laughs> we're gonna make this a perception roll in the open oh 75 75 what's your bonus 83. Fair to say, yeah. Mithan, you both see and hear that. She, she's not faced by that at all. She would simply raise an eyebrow <laughs> and just not, not not comment, just look and go. Oh, it's just a raise an eyebrow. I mean, she's not meaning anything by it. She just, yeah. Um, okay. But to Jada, she would say, well, I, I applied my, burn, my cold frostbite healing spells to him. They could not heal his wounds. In my opinion, it's better that he is dead. He was he was suffering. It's better that he is dead. Did you do it fast? 
Yeah. Did, you, did you say you were going to count to one, but then stab him on the two? You know, so yep. it's well, not even expecting she, it. She doesn't. She does. She would just say, "I don't believe in making people suffer, making anyone suffer. No one." Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. She doesn't does not believe that. All right. Accepted. And then she would then she would look at Jada, raise an eyebrow, it's, it's like you know finished. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. and then, and then, if there's no still, no more response, she'd still, just walk off. I'm still rattled from the other day, just uh, getting a bit paranoid. All right. <laughs> um, uh, Demos, you see Mithun rejoin, say or do anything. Uh, if he heard the explanation that Mithun gave Jada, he'd just he'd nod. Okay. And accept, yeah, he'd accept that. He said. Yeah, he wouldn't say anything. He'd just sort of nod. All right. Any any other discussion or or any any other comment or interaction regarding what just happened? Maybe next time, just let me do some prayers beforehand, so that his soul can be saved <laughs> by the truth. Uh -huh. uh, Give him a chance to convert S before he dies, guys. Yeah, sure. Sure, whatever you need. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, as I say, uh, Eskel would probably, uh, not having fully fully what's happened, but uh, just just checking the the individual um, the body, just if there's anything useful or clues or sure thing. that sort of thing. Sure thing. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if you've done that. No, yeah, no, yeah, good, good, good call. No, you have. You've thoroughly searched, searched everybody. But yes, good call. Cool. Thank you very much, one and all, um, for that little interaction. Giles, you are now firmly in the driving seat. Uh, what happens? Uh, Tanya and Neathal have come back. Um, you're all, all on the path. You've done your cleanup. You've searched the various bodies. Um, I understand that you're taking. I don't think you mentioned you're taking any weapons. Are you taking anything else that you found on these bodies? Any 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 comments? Any interaction? Should be aware. We uh, we I, got the the map and the wand, the rainbow ring, the purple gem, and the silver tree pendant that we thought thought were of interest. That's okay. one thing. Um. Also, sorry. Uh, uh, Leif would seek out hit point healing. Uh, from Jada or Mathan, probably Jada first to see if, if he could get some hit points healed, because he's feeling woozy. Sure, yeah. I assume Askell's injured ankle is strapped as best it can, like, yeah, because that was done quite early piece, wasn't it? Uh, no one's had a go at it, but, um, but you oh, yeah. could. Um, in that case, similar, he'd uh, talk to Jada just to See, he's on a bit of a negative to actions, but uh, just get a bit of strapping from first aid or second aid. Yep, whatever. first aid is the one to go, sure. Okay, uh, Jada, what are you doing, please, in terms of fixing people up? Yep, I love it when you guys ask for exactly what you need. So, how many hit points are we doing? One to ten or five to fifty? Uh, he is at 64 out of... Uh, 5 to 50 is the answer. 64, he's at 64 50. out so of I'll 140. Do, I'll prepare. Do you want me to prepare or just try my luck? 
Uh, we've got time to prepare, Chris. Okay. It's safe to say out around. Is that? Sure. Prepare for that one, and I'll do first aid on Askel. Okay, you want to roll the spell first, please? Yes. Only a one or a two is a failure. 55. Spell successful. Yay. Yay. How many hits do you heal him? It's 5 to 50. You just yeah. roll again. You'd be able to go mark R, 5. Oh, hang on. Exclamation mark R. Yep. 5D10. 5D10. 32. So we're rolling 5 10-sided dice, so minimum result is 1 on each, which is the 5. Maximum result is 10 on each, which is the 50. Cool. 10. Oh, thank you so much. 32. Did he hit two hits? 48 plus 32. Puts him on 80. Uh, he would he would really like some more healing if that's possible from from. I've actually got him on 96, Pete. He wasn't oh, six, he wasn't 64 with 32. Oh, sorry, he 32. Yeah. He's on 96. You're feeling a much less woozy, Leif. You're actually feeling pretty. You're feeling a lot better. Oh, not cured, but definitely better. Perhaps, perhaps while perhaps um while Jada's strapping Askel, he could go to Mathan for some healing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Can I ask, would Keros know hit points have been handed out? Um, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, these are hit points are described in the game as a, sh a shock, um, bleeding. Um, trauma on the body. Uh, how would a character express that? Probably as to, as Pete did, just saying, "Hey, I'm not feeling very good. I'm feeling woozy, or I'm feeling weak, or something." So, I guess if 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 you heard that, you'd probably have an indication that yes, you you'd, you'd be aware. Yes. Oh, because Keros isn't feeling a hundred percent. Just saying, like half. She's feeling half herself. That's all helpful. <laughs> there we go. Well, let's let's continue in the order that we were discussing. So, uh, an attempt to try to strap up um, Askel. Uh, yeah. So first aid. I've got first aid. It's plus ninety-two. So, I roll for this. Yes, please. There um, you go. Twenty plus ninety. And I am desperately trying to find my. Sure, I put it somewhere sensible. Just one second while I find my little healing healing charts, unless somebody has it to hand. It's first aid, first aid tables, lovely. Ah, uh, oh, those are the old ones. That's real. Uh, just one second, please, Jada. Just hold, hold that. Those thoughts. Final. Here we go. Healing. Sorry for the delay, folks. There we go. That's gone onto that screen where it shouldn't. Here we go. 
All right, let's try that again. 20 plus first aid of... Nine, 92. God, she's good. Um, 112. How about, how about that? Uh, broken bone is correctly set or well immobilized. You're not a broken bone. Patient takes three hits of the bone is finally set but looks relieved. If the wound has a penalty... Oops, see. Two bones. Oh, relieving, relieving penalties. Wrong one. Uh... If the wound oh, is a penalty... A, I thought he had a sprain. Yes, he does. I read the wrong oh, one. Good. Oh, good, if good, the good. wound has a, a penalty of negative 15 or less, you lower it by 10. Injuries... Uh, so, yeah. Look, um, you are successful, Jada. You you bend down. You take your time. You look over the injury that, um, that Askel has. Uh, and... Yeah, you managed to strap it up. Asko, you no longer have that negative five on you. Good as new. Good as new. Well strapped. Thank you, Jada. My um, pleasure. Other actions, guys. Oh, hang on. I get to do my, my little... <laughs> ready? You ready? You ready? Are we... keep, keep talking, guys. What, hap what happens next? Oh, um, sorry, to, I don't, don't mean to just dwell on healing, but Leif would also seek strapping or assistance for his negative 10, and he would um, also ask Mithan for a healing spell if possible, just to top him up the last few, power point, uh, last few hit points, if that's possible. Can I just check? There's no, there's no time pressure at the moment other than the, the broad time pressure, is there? Correct. Right, so we, we want to heal each other as much as we can, so Mithan's totally into that. Cool. What do you do? Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think we'd go for Healing 3, which is a level 4 spell. I can't tell how many power points Mithan has from what the information I have. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I, yeah, I just should have given you that. She's got 27 power points left. Okay, so it looks to me like healing four is definitely the way to go. Um, I'd use in this. Well, hang on, don't we just want to use first aid? Help, um, help me here, Pete. Yeah, sorry, Pete, you can explain. I think so. First aid is the whole um, fixing the body, like just normal bandaging and things like that, stopping bleeding, and obviously. Uh, 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 what do we call splinting or whatever Jada just did to stop the sort of strained yep. muscles and things. The spells, so like, like I was explained before, hits are your body's capacity, I suppose, to take damage. And yep. that can either be restored through herbs or spells. First or, aid doesn't restore. Or time. Or time. Or time. Okay, in, in which case I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Pete, um, that the sensible thing to do would be to cast a spell to do that yes please because we've got finite um, herbs and i think i think we'd use herbs for emergencies yep. personally yeah. so and the there's time so, uh, so i'd use healing three cool yeah. um so and although i know how to i know how to roll the dice um chris i cannot figure out how to do it while i'm in this bit of um so that's another thing we'll need to figure out at some other time so someone's going to need to roll the dice for me <laughs> okay it's, it's proof I'm not an AI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Can someone roll the um, dice for Giles, please? Yep. Oh, I'll do it. Go oh. for it. Hey, Pico Jada, you're the healer. <laughs> oh, does someone else want to do it? No, it's a success. <laughs> Only with with oh, it's a success. With, prepar <laughs> with preparation, because you're under no time pressure, you would have waited 40 seconds. Um, and the spell is successful. First thing I've done, and it's a success. Yeah! Oh, start as you mean to go on. I just, just want to notice this. I've got a 100% success rate at the moment. I just want to notice that. Gorgeous. How many hits is he healed, please? Well, if you're asking me as many as possible, if we have to roll the dice, someone will need to do that for me. I'm not sure on the spell. Help him out, Pete. Oh, so healing three. It's three to thirty concussion hits, is what it says. But go. I don't know what that means. Sure. So someone star again, please. Three D ten. Exclamation mark. R space. Three uh, D. There we go. Lovely. Awesome. Twelve. Uh, Thanks, your... Pete Smithan. Thank you, Mithan. Uh, Leif, your, your hits were 96. They've now gone up by 12. You're on 108. Awesome. Thank you. Can, can Carol's have some of that love? So I was going to say, can I have herself. a chat? Yeah, can I have a chat to um, Jada and say, if we have time, don't we want to get as healed as we can while we can? It, that makes sense. Yes, we do. So who's next? Carrios. Me! Me! <laughs> Alright, what are you after? Hit points. I'm after like 18 Ten. hit points. 18. Shall we do the level 5 one and see what happens? Uh, level 7. Healing 5. Go for so, it. Let's get the dice ready. Yay! What was the roll? It's... 35. Spell successful. And then it's a, is it a one, is it a five, five, next. One d5 next. Uh, I'm not sure what the spell is. Oh, uh, oh, um, healing five, uh, hits, heals, five to 50 hits. Sure. So five d10. Five d10, that's what I was trying to say. And that is 20. 20. Keros, you're feeling quite dramatically better. You're on 43 hits. Uh, no, you're not. You're on 41 hits because you're on your maximum. No, I think the GM said 43, uh. so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> the GM is never wrong. <laughs> GM is frequently wrong. Thanks it, so much. Anything else, guys? Um, could Gray get on there, in on there too on some, some more hit points? I think he's on 96. Gray is oh, he should on... be on 117. No, Gray's quite a bit down, actually. He's on 78 oh. out of his 122. Oh, goodness. He okay. took, a, took a couple of blows. He did. Sure thing. Same thing. Levels. Yeah. Level 7. Uh, here we go. 98. Hey, nice one. Lovely. How many has he help. healed? Um... Right up. 31. Ooh, nice. 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 So 78 plus 31. Gray, you're feeling remarkably better. 
at 109 hits. Just a little my turn, my turn, my turn. Thanks. And Tenya kind of shuffles awkwardly over and says, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a bit weak myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do you want the same? How many hits are you missing? Uh, about twenty, I think. Oh yeah. Let's go healing. Five, and that is forty-seven. Spell successful again. And twenty-six. Twenty-six. Oh, thanks. Six. Uh, you're back to oops. Seventy-four plus twenty-six. Um, you're on full hits. Tanya, you're feeling remarkably Amazing. better. Thanks, Jade. Uh... Again. <laughs> um, please do keep track of XP. Uh, sorry, of, of PowerPoint. Yeah. Uh, Life would also be in line for some strapping. His description of his wound is, if I receives minus signed wound, plus two hits. If I was at negative ten, is that first uh, aidable? Uh, I think you could probably heal some of that, depending on the roll. A, a side wound's pretty hard. But let's see how Jada does with her strapping roll to kind of if find she that up. Mind. <laughs> 49. 49 plus what's your... And, uh, 92 for first aid. Plus Good. 92. Goodness gracious. Uh, so that's... It's not an absolute success. If an absolute success, I might give you a bit higher. Um, best you can get, Leif, is knocking that down by 5. So you're on negative 5 yeah. rather than negative 10. That negative, Thanks, <laughs> that negative five will dissipate over the next few days. Thanks very much. Cool. Feeling most of you are feeling dramatically better. Some of you are a, a bit the worst for wear still, but um, most of you are feeling dramatically better. Um, what do you do? Um, Severin asked. Um, we found these items. Uh, have they any properties that we uh, may be of interest to the party? So this is attunement we're talking about. Uh, is that me? With someone. Um, it's me. Did we decide attunement took hours? Oh. Uh, yeah. Because um, I don't. We got hours. No, oh, we don't. Okay. I don't think. I think that's a nighttime activity. Alright, something to look forward to this evening then. <laughs> what time of day is it? Sorry. Yeah, good question. Morning. So it's uh, it's morning. Um, it's mid morning. It's a bright sunny day, and the the monkeys are out and having a great time as you can hear. Uh, so, Tanya will volunteer some information. Uh, she caught up with the villagers and. She was a little concerned because they dropped the name Malice into conversation. And of course, we know that we are looking for somebody called Malice, who is a one Malice Ormelian, or the Black Baron, um, who is actually the contact of the Ticos um, and is the man who's going to be there awaiting the transport vessels. He's an older man with grey hair, often dressed in fine clothes, a deadly foe with a rapier, one of the best swordsmen in the south. Tanner. So uh, that obviously prompted uh, Tanya's interest. So she went back just to talk to the villagers, and that was a really underwhelming experience. Um, but nonetheless, he did ascertain that the malice that they're talking about is bald, smelly, 
and enjoys sheep as a pastime. Um, and is currently to be found floating on Trout Lake and a coracle fishing. Uh, she took it that, that possibly wasn't the same guy. Um, however, um, you know, uh, just wanted to tell the party that in case they had any concerns. Um, and as a sort of segue into what's next because we know that the shipment's coming and we know probably there's only that we know of there's only two locations it could potentially come in one is the village that we passed that we didn't think looked like a likely store storage place for armaments could be but it didn't look very likely and the other one that we were on our way to check out is deep cove but that's presumably where our friends, the Roldanic warriors, have come from and who are also also looking at the TTP, which suggests that they haven't found anything where they are, potentially, perhaps. Uh, so some thoughts on where next? Hmm. Could the village be, could the northern village um, be cover? I mean, it's possible. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it didn't look likely, did it? But it could be. I mean, potentially. I mean, your judgment of the inhabitants, would they? <laughs> well, they were... Be... I mean, they were quite impressed to see a knife, weren't they? So, I mean, <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were sitting on an armoury. <laughs> Presumably, uh, they wouldn't have been impressed by a knife. If they were yeah. sitting on an armory, would they know it, though? Is no. That... Well, maybe not. I mean, that you can get a boat in there. I guess now uh, Tanya thought it probably set, felt unlikely, and uh, given it's a good three hours back to the village, she didn't... We talked about, you know, she thought about going back with Neathanol to check it out, but that's like three hours down the road, and so by the time she got back, the day is gone, and... She didn't really feel she should do that without consulting the party. Can I just check exactly where on the island are we? We are on the path that between the Good Hope Village, which is a, which is the, the the dwelling marked close to Safe Harbour, and that runs alongside Trout Lake. We're two with a path that leads south of there. Uh, we're not quite sure how far along. Have we crossed the river, Chris? No. And can I check where is this this smelly guy um, fishing? Uh, Trout Lake. So he's okay, somewhere so... down on his coracle on Trout Lake. Okay. Uh... So I think Methane would, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Pete, but with her reasoning skills, would probably say, and she's quick. The sensible thing to do would be for Methane to zip down and check this guy out, while the rest of the party head towards Deep Cove to check out the second possible spot where this shipment could be. And Methane could go look-see and then come back and join the party. So I think that's what she would suggest to this crew. Um, and she probably feels a little bit like she needs a bit of time out, having just been questioned about her prior actions. So it has a sort of secondary benefit for her. I, I'm interested in what you think, Pete. Yep, 
that sounds like something that she would be willing to do. She's that she is an outdoor outdoors type. Yep. Um, she has not got the same level of stealth as Neathnal. So it could be a conversation they could have together, but I think the reason the sound for what would motivate her definitely. Well, I mean, you know, if, if, if Mithan wants company, um, either Tanya or uh, Neathnal would consider it. I mean, Tanya's a bit dubious from the description. It would, unless we've got very bad intel. But you know, it's possible. But then again, do we have, the other question is, do we want to split the party? And, and, and where actually are the other party going? And what do we actually hope to achieve? Uh, do, and if we are, if we're going to Deep Cove, we know there's likely to be, well, there's going to be another, possibly the remains of the Roldenic people, two magic users, more armed soldiers. Uh, are we going to, is our intention to take them on? If so, are we going to go in the afternoon or at night? Um, or are we just going to go there to observe? Or are we actually better triple checking safe harbour? As a group, hmm. what do we think? I reckon we stay together <clears throat> just in case there is a traitor. Yeah. Keep Trust eyes on each other. Traitor. Trust anyone anymore. I don't want all the healers we can have. <laughs> In case they get shot with more arrows. How come Mathan wants to go off on her own after just killing someone? <laughs> 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 Mathan's answer to that would be this is the reasonable course of action. For a you're, traitor. <laughs> you're, you're making assumptions which are based on nothing <laughs> we go so to deep cove you want to take askel with you let me guess <laughs> I, i'm happy to take whoever the party chooses but it makes right. sense to check out a possible lead on the way to deep cove and we don't need to all do that so most can go on the path okay why but, so defensive? you know <laughs> it's a it's 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 a reasonable course of action why so accusatory Oh, okay. Shushy, I'm going back to quiet. <laughs> I think maybe you're the traitor, Jada. <laughs> okay, let's move along mm. now with the plan. <laughs> Although, uh, if we're going to ascertain whether... The, I mean, we're looking for an arms dump, right? So, if Mithan wanted to check out, go and chat to our friend, the fisherman, the smelly man, uh, likewise, she could turn herself invisible and go into the village itself and just see what she can find and that's another course of action see if there is any anything in the tower how does she turn herself invisible magic i don't think she's got that spell but others do yeah i don't think she can oh i meant the ethanol could that's what i'm saying oh. while you you go if you want to check out the trout lake uh, the, speak to the chap uh, she could go on and suss out the village itself and just actually cross that one off as a possibility. It has a wharf. It's very small. Um, but, you know, it's it's possible to be a hell of a cover. Um, but, you know, we could at least cross that one off our list and then sleep somewhere for the night and go to Deep Cove the next day. 
Okay. Right about now, all of you, let's say the majority of you, are aware of distant but quite a loud sound of a branch breaking off in the jungle on your uh, right hand side. Something heavy has broken a branch. Which, sorry, which direction is that? That is, uh, sorry, good point. Uh, that is for, uh, slightly f down down the direction of Deep Cove from you on, on the right hand side. So away um, in the direction you were traveling. Uh, uh, Nic Nicholas would cast presence. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, 28. 28. Uh, is he prepping? Is he just oh, it's, it's, it's instantaneous. Sure. <clears throat> What's the range, Pete? Uh, 70 foot. Within 70 foot, there are 12, 12 beings. He would, he would murmur that. That's us. Uh, right, well, we either move out the way or we take cover and discover what it is. How did they know we were here again? Well, it may not be. It could be something else. Moved. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Although, other, what are, was... are our fences still up? Uh, you said you'd demolish them last time, so... It'd probably take some work, but there were quite a few of you, and it wouldn't have taken long to search the bodies. So, I would say, bashing and beating down, yeah, most of the the wood walls are gone. Oh, we could dispel them. Can you? Because they're permanent. Yeah, because they're not permanent. They're, no, they're not permanent. Ah, that's right. Minutes, that's ten, right. Ten minutes per level. That's right. That's right. I so they either would have dispersed, or we could dispel. Right. Thank you. I thought the the wood walls. We're permanent. Okay, cool. There you go. There's the answer. So they're gone. So um, there's not. I think we should. Sorry. We should move, and I think Nathan or sneaky people can go and investigate. But I think the rest of us should move uh, north. Uh, all go. Okay. Well, let's go then. Quietly. Okay. Um, do we want to do any? So do we want to do any flying action? Because that could be a quicker way to get around. Any what? Sorry? No, there's a lots of arches around. Yeah. Um, Let's have take it out. So. Can't even stand up without getting killed. Yeah, I, I'd suggest crouching. <laughs> Rolling just... along the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I, I beg staying in the middle with Karyos. How, how far is Coming the edge of the jungle? How far north is the edge of the jungle? Um, uh, about three hours. Oh, so right near the village? Yes. And right about now, uh, closer either side of the track to the north, either side, so two distinct noises. Um, one is another broken branch. And then the second is uh, the sound of steel on steel. All right. Well, we should probably take defensive positions. Yep. It, or, or we'd run and reassemble. Let's run. Okay. Let's go and run. 
Shall we do that? Not, can I can I just check, Chris? According to the map, we must be pretty close to Trout Lake, right? Mm -hmm. So we could take a defensive position with Trout Lake at our back, and then yep. we can all face forward unless someone's in the water. Is that close? Yeah, you, you've caught glimpses of it. You haven't seen it for a little bit of time, but you, you've caught glimpses of, glimpses of it as you've walked along. So yes, yeah, you 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 you're pretty damn sure that to your left is the water. Well, I suggest we get to a narrower point if we're going to do that rather than... Let's just go, shall we? So yeah. lots of noise to the north, back towards Good Hope. One slight crack of a log down to the south. Let's go. South? Yep. Yep, vamos. Okay. Any... any, any... Oh, no, okay. You head south. Unless I like you... Crouchy. South? I thought, hang on, where are we going? We're going back to the village, aren't we? Is that the plan? There was definitely more noise to the north, just as a heads up. Oh, I see. But well, it, uh, it's up to you guys where you go. No, okay, alright. Um, we have noises to the north on the path, a little noise to the south on the path. If we go east in Bushbash, we end up with Trout Lake at our back. And then we only have two directions to cover. All right, let's do it then. Yeah. We need to stick. We need to stick together there. Okay. Yep. Which way are we going? East. East. North. East. East. East to the Trout Lake. Okay. Let's go. Smash, crash, bash, forcing your way through the jungle, um, uh, and you know, sticking together as much as you can. You're all making a lot of noise. It's almost impossible. On. So, Chris, just can I just stop you for a second? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I think Mithan has the capacity to cast a path mastery spell of some description, which would allow us to find any visual image of a path somewhere, which should allow us to do this with a lot more quiet. Sure, you can cast a spell. Is that... Go for it. Do, do you think I'd do... Nathan would do that, Pete. Um, I think that the the it feels like the enemies are so close. Tactically, yeah, she she loves to use those spells. I think that my read of the situation is that the enemies are, that that people are on us too closely. That I mean, I don't I don't know that finding another path is going to be of any use to us. Okay, Does that make helpful. Sense? Yeah, you know I mean, we just need, we're, we're going to go now is what we're going. Yeah, yeah. Here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yep. Your call, though. Makes good sense. I, I forget that. I just wanted to check it out. Let's just go. Okay. All right. Um, you force your way through the undergrowth. It's you know, up on screen are some images. It's it's thick, densely densely packed jungle. Uh, it, it's hard. It's you know there there are some patches of course where it isn't quite as thick as others and you can move a little bit more quietly you're doing your best to move quietly but speed is is the optimum and yes you you, you make it within maybe 10 10 maybe 15 minutes of pushing your way down you find yourself um on, on the shores of this very muddy brown um pretty uninviting body of water you know it's it's quite large you've caught glimpses of it, glimpses of it as you've walked along through through the course of the morning, um, the the defensive options aren't amazing. Um, it's just one long kind of muddy bank. 
you find yourselves uh, a couple of decent sized trees that you can kind of protect yourselves a bit on the right um, and you set up defensive positions as much as you can. Um, bows readied, arrows on the string I'm assuming. Um, the gap by the way between the, the forest edge and um, and where you are is is very narrow. There's there's really not much to it. It's basically, you know, a matter of five or ten foot, and then you're kind of on this on this muddy bank on the on the shores of the lake. Um, so sword, could... swords are out, shields are up. You're you're ready for combat. Could we not run along the lake and take up a defensive position further along? Because obviously we made a lot of noise getting there. But were we to run along the bank and then take up defensive positions, so we were about, say, I don't know, 100 feet away from where we made the noise? Sure. Uh, I mean, are you asking me or the rest of the party? The rest of the party. It's, it's a super good oh, idea. Yeah. Let's do that then. Okay. Uh, whilst doing that, Leif would like to look out at the lake and see if he can spot a coracle. Uh, give me a perception roll. Last. Uh, 43. 43. Uh, it's coming. Forty-three. Uh, what's his bonus, please, Pete? Plus fifty-one. It's a pretty big lake, big body of water. Um, you know, it goes on for several miles by the looks of it. He he can't see anything. Cool, cool, thanks. Uh, the rest of you guys? Well, I just, I mean, I think take up defensive positions in a in a group together where we can support each other, where we're not too strung out, but we have room to fight, and where we can. Realistically, I mean, if we need to set up positions that we can fight in a wide arc, I suppose, if, if you know, if need be. Mm -hmm. um, and Etienne certainly would be keen for everyone to stay within 20 feet of each other, and he will then start preparing. Okay. Okay. You, you do, you, so you go down about 100 foot, is that right? And then, yeah. okay, you kind of squelch your way along. I mean, you are now, you know, you've been reasonably clean and tidy um, throughout. Oh, maybe not. We're trudging through the the open country. You are now absolutely filthy. The, the, the stinking mud is coming up on your, your boots. Um, you squelch your way along. Um, you, you, you're a mess. Spatters of it go everywhere. You're filthy. You go another hundred foot along, um, slightly better position, uh, a few more rocks that you position yourselves around. Um, you form a as Etienne's described, and you wait. And perceive. And perceive, sure. Give me uh, three characters. Give me, actually, GM will do some quick rolling. Speed things along. I can give you the top sections of the party if it's helpful. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, they're actually the ones on the, the watch. Oh, yes, I've got that. Yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, co just conscious for, for people that haven't said much, uh, just making sure Jada, anything Askel's doing, anything Demos is doing, or Keros is doing, or Grey's doing. 
Anything, anything else I should be aware of? Um, right. People are getting up, uh, like shields. Yep. Um, and yeah, getting into a defensive kind of position close to the other other room. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just perceiving and sniffing around. Okay. Cool. Um. So Nicholas would want to Nicholas would cast presence again and hold it. Okay, if that's possible. Yep. I don't know. Uh, can he? Can he hold it? Yeah, it's concentration. Okay. Um, anything else from anybody else? I'll prepare a shield. Cool. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, Antian went once he's fully prepared will hold that spell until he knows that there's people coming. I guess one of us should probably keep an eye on the bank as, as well, in case they're running down the sure. lake front. Demos, Keros, that's cool. Keros has her bow and she's ready to drop it and cast if need be. Cool. So everyone will start with this bow out on this occasion. Okay, cool. Um, you, you, you wait. Uh, some... 15, 20 minutes. Um, Etienne, your, your spell lapses after a while, or your spell preparation lapses, and you need to start again. I, I won't go into the details around the rules on that, but basically you need to find it too hard to keep kind of holding tense, but you, you're ready. About 15 minutes later, um, a couple of you, in this case, um, uh, Neathanol and, and Mithan, pick off, pick up very distant. You can't pinpoint exactly where. You thought you might have heard some voices. And then there's some, again, some branches cracking to the north. And again, you think you thought you heard maybe Mithan, some steel on steel. And then nothing. You wait for 20 minutes. Nothing. 40 minutes, I think. Anything after 40 minutes, guys? No one's come. There's no sign of anybody approaching. You haven't heard or seen anything for 40 minutes. Have we crossed the river that goes to Trout Lake? No. I, I think I'd tell the party about what I thought I'd heard. Well, fundamentally, we've got to decide whether we're going to Good Hope or Big Code. Hmm. Opinions. I feel like it's more likely to be the one that we haven't been to. You say that we haven't been to? Yeah. Except uh, that's this... where the Roldemic people came from. We're thinking. Uh, hmm. Let's go forward. Unless they were dropped off at another part on a coast somewhere else, like we were. Don't we also need to rule out that this chap isn't the Baron in good disguise? What if they had all the weapons on them and they were they were ready to leave? Who? They rolled in it. Uh, they've been sent to um, on the same mission we have. 
How do we know? Did we ask them if they'd already found it? Yeah, we forgot to ask. No, because they thought they thought we were the CTV. Remember? Ah. Uh, uh, true. 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 Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, my vote would be to check if there's any doubt with a village that we're quite close to. Yeah. And if there's any doubt about Malice, we may as well do that while we're close to it or closer. Agreed. Um, rather than traipsing all over the deep cove and then coming all the way back down and get back again. Yeah. And I suppose also the problem with trying to catch him in the lake is that he's probably out in the lake, I suppose, now I think about it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we want to skirt the rest of this lake. Well, we could w walk down the bank, couldn't we? There's a, there's a, looks to be some sort of um, culvert or whatever you call it, a connection between the Trout Lake and Safe Harbour. Mm. Now, we could, we could walk down this, I know it's going to make us muddy, but we're muddy anyway, we can always wash in the lake, it's hot. Um, we could go down the side of the lake. Uh, we may even find a good place to hold out while a kind of stealthy mission goes ahead and um, then make our approach to the village and just rule it out for good. Oh, so back up, so back up the side of the lake. Yep. Yeah, and the other place that we haven't, uh, that we may or may not, Chris, am I right in thinking we did see a light on top of Crow Hill? No. Didn't, okay. I mean, that is I a... Thought we, thought, we thought we thought we saw a flash. Someone, one person thought they saw a flash. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, beg my pardon. Yes, yes, yes. When you'd come down from the from the trobors, yes, you did. You did think you saw something from over there. You did. Beg my pardon. So uh, that might be another place to check out too. Hmm. So do you reckon we send someone ahead, someone that can be invisible and fly? <laughs> well, I mean, I think what what if we sent some stealthy people to the village? Maybe now to go actually inside, invisible. Um. And some other stealthy people look on from a distance, and, and then and while that, sorry, and, the, and then while someone's doing that, could Ningwin go up to Crow's Hill? Yeah, she definitely could. And you know, two squawks for those people up there, one squawk yeah. for there isn't, or something like that. Oh, a squawk for how many yeah. people are there? <laughs> I'm not sure she can count, but we can try. <laughs> Also, if we're going up the side of the lake, we might meet the smelly guy and sort of, you know, if we look friendly enough, we could hail him over and see if we could have a conversation with him. We probably look a bit more like him now, so that's true. Mm. Easier. Mm. Yeah, the mud. Apart from all the metal work, but yeah. Um, yeah. What Ni Nicholas would just also offer that he has got a detect illusion spell that he would use if he gets within 100 foot of him, the person we think is Malice, he can do a detect illusion so in, in case he's got some sort of magic to make him look different from the described appearance Nicholas is In fact, the whole village could be an illusion, couldn't it? That's a good point <laughs> We can't We're trust this map either this, yeah. this map might not be that accurate Well, it's out of um, date do the, healers, do the healers stay and hide or do, they, do we need to go with you just in case? What do we do? I think we move together, huh? Okay. How's that plan sound? We work our way north up the side of the lake with a view to stopping somewhere for the night eventually and then stealthy missions to the village. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get to the, the village. I mean, obviously, the doors are shut at night, so it'll be good to snoop around in there while it was still daylight. Sound okay to everyone? Yep. Yep, all good. Yep. Yeah, yep. Off we go. What could possibly go wrong? Let's go. 
All right. Um, okay, heading down the lake. Um, you walk your way down the shore. You're, you're constantly looking at, uh, at at any possible sight or sound or, or, or of anything. Um, uh, you all have this un just unpleasant feeling that you're you, you can't put your finger on it but you just think you're being watched it feels like you're being watched the hairs on the back of your neck stand up there's something oh. out out in that jungle and um yeah whatever it is it's not friendly can we see crow help from here uh you can see some hills across the lake oh no the big one off you know that's marked on the map you can see some hills across the lake. Some of them are big. Oh, no, then. Okay. Yep. You walk your way down. Um, the, the, the pace is slow. Um, so you made really good time on the, on the forest path. Or the jungle path, I should say. Uh, this is, is really slow going. It's muddy. It's slippery. You have to cross over logs that have come down. Sometimes you've got to back up into the jungle because basically it goes into kind of mangrove swamps. Um, so you make very, very slow progress. Um, probably uh, early afternoon, so very, very slow. You, you're, you're coming back up to where you can see the, the end of the lake. You saw it when you first um, started on your journey this morning. Uh, the end of the lake narrowing. And... For some of the more perceptive amongst you, uh, you just you catch in the in the distance um, the sign the, the the sight of uh, smoke from where you approximate um, the, the village to be. It's perhaps uh, a mile, perhaps a mile and a half um, f further along. You're guessing where the where the smoke is rising. And as you get uh, closer, closer to it, yes, a, a number of you now see these kind of wisps of smoke coming up. A little bit further on than that, um, a number of you point and, and notice that yes, indeed, um, there is, and, and you're checking, you're checking, oh my God, was that something in the forest? Um, what is that up ahead? Is it definitely, you know, is it the smoke from the village? Is it something else? Um, but you're also looking out to the lake and, and sure enough, um, getting a bit closer to where, you, where the smoke's coming from, you you see a a small round boat. Uh, it's um, and it's relatively close to the shore, maybe only two three hundred foot away uh, from from the shore. Um, and there's definitely one figure in it. At this distance, you can't be sure of more than that. I think 12 people might put this guy off a little bit. Probably <laughs> um, armed people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I reckon we could do a couple of things at once here. There could be some who could talk one or more a few talk to the bloke and maybe others go and look at the village. What do you think? And some others hide. I'll hide. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hide too. Yeah, yeah. Just hide. So, Nicholas I mean, will offer to go to talk to the bloke so he can do his detect illusion spell. Uh, Nathanael will 
offer to go invisible into the village. Uh, she would want some of the stealthy people to observe her, the village while she was in there. So Tanya volunteers for that. And is anybody else who's particularly stealthy is welcome to come. I don't think Gray's too stealthy, but he could go and like sniff the guy, see if he could smell anything on any kind of, I don't know, skullduggery. Mithan, Askel, Demos? Sorry, I can't tell how stealthy Mithan is. It's pretty good. Stalk and hide is the skill. Ah, uh, okay, so I'm looking for stealth. So stalking, in which case, Mithan would be pretty happy to go with the stealthy group. Yep, and stealth it up. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, uh, a little bit in stalk and hide as well. He could, he could go and do that too. But as long as there's not too many of us going down, I guess. So he's happy to either go or stay. Actually, Gray's got quite good stalking height, so maybe he should go. Plus 80. 80? Yeah. Well, certainly, well, that's quite good, yeah. It's quite stealthy. Yeah, okay. He'll go there. This girl's only got plus 17, so maybe he'll stay behind. Good, so your Mithan's 73, so he should probably stealth it up. Yeah, yeah this will stay behind. 10 is. Uh... 131, so I think she'll go. Other consideration, I reckon, is if, if we're going to try and hail this boatman, is language. Is mm. what Because it was South Tongue, I believe, that they spoke, so everyone's got ear, earbuds, right? Earcuffs. So we just yep. need to, I think, this is one thing we should just think about. The person to talk with him should either speak South Tongue reasonably, or perhaps a variety of languages, or have those earbuds. Uh, Severin speaks South Tongue 8. Cool. Etienne does not. I think Etienne will just uh, stay out of it and will probably be one of the people who uh, takes up in the forest somewhere where they can observe the lake and uh, establish a place where we can all meet up afterwards. Lake will join. Okay, cool. So, and Demos? Uh, Demos will probably stay put. Okay. Yeah. He's not, yeah, he's not a very good talk. He can speak a couple of languages, but he's not, <laughs> he's not the greatest talker. So yeah, he thinks he'll just, he'll stay put, um, and just, I guess, keep an eye out in case anything untoward. Well, I guess we want to find an obvious spot where we can, those that aren't doing anything can rest up. And yeah. where it's obvious to meet again, because and then so we can meet back here in you know how long it takes, but you know within a couple of hours. And, and presumably you'll keep an eye on the goings on on the lake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, All so, I've, so I've got Demos staying. I've got Etienne staying. I've mm -hmm. got Askel staying. Uh. Who else is remaining behind? Life. Life is staying. Yep. Others? Well, Severin's happy to do the talking. 
Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm figuring out who's staying, please. First, who else is staying? Keros will stay. Keros. Keros? Jade is definitely staying. Jade is staying. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, okay, done. And... Alright. So, um, those that are heading on, are, 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 is the party... Not that you love making your GM's life complicated, but is your party splitting into two or three? Four. <laughs> or four. So, one group staying, hopefully yes. observing the interaction that's going to happen on the lake. So they're not staying exactly here, but they might move up in the forest on the side, I don't know. Okay. Group to talk to the guy, the, fish, the fisherman. Group to watch the village, and group to go into the village. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Nathanel could creep in probably to maximise right, so chances Nathanel... of success, go invisible, sneak in, have a look around. But if the if the other sneaky people could hang back and observe the village while she did that, with bows out, out of sight, that would be a good idea, I think. Perfect. Alright. So who's going to speak to the chap in the boat? Well, I mean, Severin's happy to, yep. And Nicholas will take along. Yes. Looking a bit way gone and dejected. Nicholas, okay. Um, and Neathel's going into the village and observing is Mithan and... Hey. Tanya. And, and who? Tanya. Gray and Tanya. Crikey, Okay. All right. I think quite, quite keen to have the staying group quite close to the talking group. Yes. That, that's fair to say? Yes. What's quite close? So they can't be seen, but they can see them. So if that means they walk through the trees for a bit to get to, you know. Okay. Oh, I, ideally, walk. let's say this person is not a goodie. Presumably someone in the looking group can do harm to the person we don't know. <laughs> I'll say so, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, like one, there's, there's one cat woman we know who might be able to help me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So I'm, can I just paraphrase what I think your your plans are? Oh, goodness, that's the time. Um, the staying group is, is, uh, is staying put and keeping an eye close-ish. I don't know what closest means. You're going to have to tell me to Nicholas and Severin who continue walking down the bank and will approach the fishermen. Um, going into the village, probably joined up with Mithan, Grey and Tanya uh, is Neathanol. Have I got that right? Yes. Yep. Lovely. All right. <laughs> There is an adage in role-playing games that you never mm, split a party. <laughs> <laughs> They're not far away from each other, though. How far away is the coracle from the village? Uh, half a mile. Okay. Yep. So two of these groups are going to be in bow length of each other, right? So if necessary, Severin has cover from the group keeping an eye on him. In, in a similar way, Neathanol has cover from us, should that be required, right? So although we're in four groups, we're kind of in two from a That's the plan. Yeah. do harm perspective. So the stay, okay, so I understand 
the village the village people um but in terms of the we're not people, dressing up like that <laughs> in terms of the people that are staying <laughs> and going out to speak to the fishermen um that means you creeping along the bank to get within bowshot bowshot is a distance of at an outer extremity to fire a bow is um is one second a longbow can fire a maximum at a negative 50 of up to 400 foot so are you getting 400 foot close to this person on the boat or less than that that's that's uh demos etienne askel leif keros and jada I think the idea is to stay in the cover of the trees, closest to where the boat is. So closest what, to where the boat so is. So give me, give me distance. So give me a distance, guys. Well, how far is the boat off the shore? Uh, three hundred foot. Three hundred foot. I think so that people in the trees can see Severin and Nicholas on the shore. Well, we may as well be three hundred foot, well, just in the trees, right? They can walk round. So, so to move things along um the people on that are staying are going to go along the bank of the the lake and they're going to come in from the of um from the boat at about 300 foot and into the trees at about 300 foot but just out of sight of the the um the the boat about 300 foot away just slightly into the trees we're good with that Meanwhile, Severin and Nicholas continue uh, continue along the muddy shore. Sure. Yep, that works. Yep. Cool. Uh, the others, the other four, continue along. T uh, you you may you you can spot the path. The the lake is closer to the path earlier on. You spot the path reasonably easily, and the four others um, connect up to the path. Great. Thank you. Uh, can I please ask that? Let's see. Um, uh, yes. Can I ask Severin and. <laughs> uh, damn it. This is not going to work with the, with the players we've got here. Can I, can I ask please that. Um, uh, yeah, we'll do it this way. We'll do it this way. Uh, Pete and Graham, for the people having the conversation with the chap in the boat, uh, can you jump into chat room one, please? And I'll join you on a tick. Get into your room. Get into your room. Nathanel, <laughs> um, Mithan, Gray, and Tanya. Two of those are Grahams. God, this is going to be a complex so uh can i ask gray and nathan to jump into chat room two we might be a couple of minutes guys um so just you know bear us out um so that's uh gray and nathan into chat room two please and i'll deal with the staying party for a, a second one yep marvelous 
Alright. Uh, oops. Hang on, I'm just going to join chat room 2 for a sec. Oh, no, you're away. Okay. Um, so, what's... And, and conscious of the fact that we don't have Graham uh, or, or Pete here, um, what does the remaining party do, please? What do you do? <laughs> Call them back. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed our minds. <laughs> oh, no, they're going to die. Um, gosh, we're hiding very carefully. Um, in the bushes, aren't we? Yes, not much else we can do, really. Oh, just so quietly with all our shields up, I guess. Do we protect ourselves or just be quiet? Okay. Um, I think you just crouch. If you go into the bushes, tree line, just... Yeah. Um, really attention the to group, we just... Yeah, you just, just have a, a few watches in each direction. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, watches. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Watches. Okay. So we're all sitting with our of harbour, we would call it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so um, yeah, t talk, talk me through... Talk me... To, yeah, talk me, talk me through. I'm actually going to ask each person what they're doing, and then you can describe to me kind of how you're sitting and how you're structured. So, um, any any prepara anything that I should be aware of that Keros is doing, please. Uh, no, crouching, keeping quiet, um, on alert. Mm -hmm. um, I will say I'm going to have to go to bed soon. Okay, sure, sure thing. Um, if, I don't know if somebody wants to play here. I know that's a big ask. Uh, just give me another five five minutes, like literally another yep. five minutes. Cool. Yep. All good. All cool. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So crouching, keep it quiet. Jada, anything particular you're doing? Oh, she's still got her shield up, so she'll sit with her quarterstaff out, mm -hmm. looking around and hiding. Oh, did so she, she actually cast out. a spell with her shield? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was a prepare one, but it's just instant. So okay. It's, it'll be up for seven rounds. Seven rounds. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Okay. So you, you cast that when, when the guys leave. Yeah. Give me your roll. That was already cast. Uh, oh, did, did you roll? It's an instant one, so... Just, I... Yeah, just a one I or a two roll? is a failure. Yep, one or a two oh, is a failure. Right. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, am I on the right channel? Yes. 51. Spell successful. Cool. Uh, Lovely, thank you. Um, what does Demos do? Um, he'll just be, yeah, staying hidden, but keeping an ear and an eye out just to make sure there's nothing and no one trying to sneak up okay. behind or around them. Okay. <laughs> And, and keeping, yeah, I suppose just keeping an eye on the party that's in their cool. sight, line of sight, yep. Cool. Uh, so Lots you're watching, deceiving. yep, so you're watching, keeping an eye, <laughs> kind of peering through the trees at Nicholas and um, and, and uh, Severin making their muddy way along the shore. Cool, got it. Yep. Uh, and Askel, anything I should know for Askel? Yeah, uh, just, just like uh, Kiros, just just be crouched down, just just making sure that there's four or five of us that are all facing mm -hmm. at least one direction each. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, otherwise, not 
nothing else. Like he, he's not casting a spell or anything. He doesn't have a sword out. He's just okay. Just keeping hidden, you know. Cool. Thank you. Lovely. Okay. And, and, and like Alex, I need to go go very soon as well. Oh, got it. Sure thing. Sure thing. Cool. All right. Um. Just coming, guys. One, two. Sorry to say. Um, so you'll be waiting in the bushes for uh, a, a pretty. Sh it's only been about ten minutes since the others left you, and all of a sudden, uh, Demos, you something something is not right, and you you glance up. And you catch just a flash of, of movement, and you it's you don't hear anything. Um, but f for a split second, you catch a glimpse through the trees of, and definitely distant, long, quite a long way off. Um, is is this this man uh, here? His bow is out. Uh, and and two things happen. He, you can see up on screen. Hopefully the same. This guy, he looses an arrow from his short bow. That's the first thing you see, Demos. The second thing you see is he just suddenly blinks out of existence. He's no longer there. And unfortunately, I I rolled a dice roll to see there are six characters there. And in order, one, two, three, four, five, six. And I rolled the dice roll, and I came up with a three. And and arguably, he would be going for a threat. And unfortunately, the person he went for is Askel. I'm sorry, Askel. I feel lousy. Welcome back. And you get attacked. Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry, mate. You do have your shield up. Um, I, I think no, he didn't have a shield. He didn't have a shield. Okay. He's got no shield. But you have been taking... He's will... not wearing armor. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, he took it off in um, Jibai Ratana. I assumed he put it back on. No, no. He's he's going armorless so he can carry, uh, uh, do his spells a bit easier. I hadn't realized that. Uh, I will... No, be... no, no. I, it was... I... Uh, we got to... On? <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, um, I will, uh, however, say that he's got, um, he's uh, crouching. He's crouching. So yes, exactly. So he's got, um, get up. yes, he's, he's got good cover, or reasonable cover. However, uh, uh, can I ask Yep. if Demos, did Demos, I mean, even if it was a quick flash, would he have seen it? the dude before his arrow came at him sorry it happened like it, it's weird like, literally yeah yeah <laughs> okay i'm sorry you rolled well but not quite that well um i'm sorry it's 11 and a c puncture uh askel i'm gonna roll the c now um and i'm gonna roll it in public and just as well i said that because that was a 92 that i rolled so i am gonna roll the roll in public um Askel, here's the roll on you, and I'm really sorry. And you got, by the way, negative uh, 50 to the shot because of cover. Space D100, I feel 
crappy doing this. Um, here's the roll coming at you right now. 37. Whew. <laughs> um, not a 92. Uh, um, grazing shot, across your chest. Uh, no additional hits, but you take uh, two hits per round. You're bleeding at two hits. We're into rounds. Uh, what do you do? Uh, coming into rounds now, and the first person to act is is Jada. So Jada, you've just seen this happen. What do you do, please? Um, gosh, can't really help him until I've helped myself. I'm going to have to go invisible. Okay. Invisibility spell. I might, um, so we're all huddled together, eh? Yes. You're basically back oh, to back. Yeah. So I'll try and cast an instant one. Oh, not instant. I mean, I'll try and I'll not prepare for it. I'll just roll it. Go for it. It's a negative 30 to this roll. I know. I mean, uh, otherwise I might die. And it's a 27. It's a 27. That's a spell. F 27. 27 uh, uh, minus 30. Um, what level is she? Seven. You mean me? Me yes. as a character? Yes. Yes. Seven. Seven. Uh, you're lucky that that's a result of a four because you get plus seven because of your level. Oh, um, good. The spell goes off any lower than a twenty-seven or much lower than a twenty-seven, and you would have been in serious trouble. Spell goes off. You're now invisible. 24 hours unless something bumps me yes okay so um what have i got behind me i'll just hide behind something uh, solid oh that's pretty much oh you can get to your feet if you wish but you're you can get behind a tree if you wish um so we were already sitting down askel has he fallen down no he still he's, he's still standing you know that shield i've got in front of me can i put that in front of him sure. and hide behind him or no yeah, you can. It'll protect both of you. Even though, yeah. it's, even though it's... Oh, I'll just try and protect both of us now that I'm invisible. Oh. Keros, what are you doing? Crying. <laughs> um, so the dude's gone. No, you don't know that. You've just seen Ask. Oh, I don't know. An, you've just been hit by an arrow. You haven't heard, heard or seen anything yet. Um, I would move... Crouching down, keeping out of shot. Mm -hmm. I would move to Askel, and I have first aid and second aid. I would attempt to stop any bleeding and see if he needs help. Okay, using first aid. Yep. Okay, so it takes you uh, rounds to get out the bandages that you've got on you, um, and you can attempt a an attempt to try to stop the bleeding next round. Um, Leif is there. We're going to move through Leif. Leif is just taking cover. Uh, Etienne is, uh, um, has pulled his shield up and he's also uh, covering Askel as much as he can with the shield and peering out into the, into the undergrowth. Um, Askel, yourself, you've been hit with an arrow. You're bleeding, but other than that, you're not stunned. You're not affected. When did oh, you get actually, hit in the think, shoulder um, or something? Or? Uh, in the shoulder, yes. 
Okay. I think uh, my invisible spell is a foot around me, so if he's in that range, he's also invisible. Not, not, no, you can't keep them all in, in that range. You can kind of make him partially invisible. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, we'd have to be hugging. You'd have to be hugging, you would. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's got a, an arrow out of his shoulder. Um, any particular shoulders, left or right? Oh, he's right handed. Uh, so. That's left. Shoulder. That's left. Oh, yeah, lefty. Um, no, not really. I guess Askel's probably crouching further down, cursing and biting and swearing. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, he's pretty much out. And, uh, pending the removal of the arrow. Oh, it's grazed him. It hasn't not stuck in him. It's it's cut his arm and cut open his arm. Oh, right. Sorry, yeah, it's not sticking in him. No. Um, in that case, no, he, he'd just be ducking down, noting that Etienne and Jade are trying to shield him. Cool. Done. Uh, oh, Askel, oh, do we tell Askel? He, he probably doesn't know that we has, he has some stun berries. Uh, he's not sunt, but uh, but oh, he probably sunt. doesn't. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> but he probably doesn't. That's probably a good thing to tell him. Uh, Demos, mm. what's what's uh, what do you do? What do you do or say? Uh, he'd say he saw he saw where it came. The arrow came from, mm -hmm. and would uh, shuffle closer to Kiros okay. and suggest mm -hmm. that. If she wanted to do one of her, the cool ice thingies, he'd, would it work if he, was her, if Demos was to stand up with Kiros, so she'd be shielded. Yes. And then Kiros could throw one of her things. Yes. Is I... that something that could happen? Basically, you would, you and Kiros would get in behind the shield. There would be a risk of Kiros at least throwing one of her ice balls out, but she would be better protected. I, I would say both of you would get half the shield bonus, which is better than what Kiros would have. Um, you get only get half, of course, Demos, than the full bonus of the shield, but you'd protect her with half. Okay. Um, Demos would suggest that to Kiros, but also be like, it's just an option. You don't have to do it. All right. Cool. <laughs> That's the end of the round for you guys. Um, I'm going to head to to the other other players. Uh, I'm conscious that both um, Anthony and Alex need to go. Um, is that the end of the night for you? Do you think at quarter to ten? Quarter to ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to go. I need yes. to come and okay. do this bit of work. All right. Um, Okay, no, f fair enough. Well, let's let's leave it there, and uh, and because two of the four of you are out, I'm going to say we probably won't get back to to this part of the party um, this evening. So uh, Jada and um, oh, sorry, Stara and and Mason, uh, you're very welcome to come in as as observers, or you can call it there for the night, or or do whatever you wish to do. Um, obviously, you can't you can't comment on what's happening in the other parts of the game. But if you want to listen in, you're very welcome. If you want to knock it on the head there, go for it. Let me know. Yeah, I might. I'm gonna. I might go to bed. I'm, I'm 
so tired. I passed out right before the save to get up very quickly. <laughs> okay. Sure thing. Nice one. Thanks Thank so you. much. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks. No problem. Thanks, Chris. Thank no problem. You. Speak Amazing. next Wednesday, guys. See you. Are you uh, sticking Bye. sticking around? Nope. Stara's off as well. Hello, Stara. Stara, are you there? Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Do I? Um, can I join the what? Listen in? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm are we gonna, gonna chat room one, or are they gonna come back in here? Uh, I'm gonna head to chat room. I'm gonna head to chat room one. Now, of course, you don't you don't know what's what's happened, and so please keep keep stum. Um, actually, uh, I'm gonna jump into chat room one and just um. Oof. Yes, I'll jump into oh, chat room I, one. Oh, I can go if it's no, 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 no. You're not the problem. I'm just not. Oh, no, okay. You're not not the issue at all. I'm just trying to juggle juggle this. Um. Uh, I'm going to jump into chat room two really fast. I'll I'll meet you in chat room one in a second. Okay. Cool. He's, I do I, find him very easy to get on with. Like he's just. Uh, I don't know. He's I just, just. I love yeah. people. I find them perpetually fascinating. Hello, hello, yeah, gentlemen. Um, just to let oh, you. Oh. Hi, hi. Sorry, just taking a bit longer elsewhere than um than expected. I'll be with you guys Ooh. in like five minutes. Uh. What's time frames for you both like? Are you want? Are you needing to jump off at ten? Um, can you play a bit longer? What are your thoughts? Well, I've got an go early morning on. meeting, um, so really I've got to be up. At, I've got to be up at four, um, so I can stay a little bit longer. But like, I, I I will actually need to sleep at some point. Got it. Got it. This probably good. Um, I'm I'm okay to go a little longer if needed. All right. Um, Ten thirty? Should we say ten thirty? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, may may not need that length of time. Let's see how we go. I'm going to speak to cool. the other guys, and I'll come and join you properly in a second. One second, guys. Cool. Oh yeah. No complaints there. Who does it look like? Hello, <laughs> folks. Who would that happen to? <laughs> All right. Um, so Severin and Nicholas, you you trot down the trot down the bank. Uh, leaving your companions uh, hidden in the in the trees. Um, what do you do? Well, um, yeah, the intention was that they were going to be at the closest point to the lake, to the bloke, and then we were going to... Um, Understood, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll trot along. Um, and where's this guy? Out 300 feet yeah, out. Or yeah, about yeah. two, 300 foot, yep. Um, how do you think we should get his attention? Yeah, we could do. I'm just wondering. I don't have any means of doing it otherwise. I don't think. We'll try waving. Okay. So you head, you head a bit further down from your companions, um, and. You, yeah, you, you you get a bit closer to him, which is helpful. Uh, yeah, he he sees you. Um, takes a minute. Um, you see him kind of just leisurely picking his nose, um, and he sees you. Continues picking his nose, and then um, picks up oars on the on this little round boat, and starts um, taking his sweet sweet time rowing. Uh, rowing back towards you. Uh, he looks like uh, he 
looks like this. Nicholas will begin preparing. Okay. Whoops. Uh, he looks like this. Okay. He takes probably um, a good minute, two minutes to kind of roll up uh, up, up to the shore. Sorry, uh, Chris. Where did that photo go? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, are you on screen? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I haven't, I haven't switched off the screen because I moved, I moved, um, I moved rooms. There you go. There he is on screen. As soon as, as soon as he was within a hundred foot, Nicholas would cast his spell. Go for it. Roll, please. Right. And it, so, so he's had time to prepare. A ample time to prepare. Awesome. Oh, fifty. Hmm? In the in between. Oh. Uh, what's this? Plenty of time to prepare. What's the spell, please, Nicholas? Ten is a second level spell. It is. It's got a five foot radius area and mm -hmm. it's got a hundred foot range. Okay, great. And it's an information type spell. Sure. Called Detect Illusion. Caster can check one object or place up to a five foot radius and tell if an illusion. Uh, it, it is an illusion or has an illusion on it. Sure. There is no illusion around Oop. this person, at this person, on the boat, nothing. Awesome. He will uh, pass that information on to Severin. Okay. And he may as well just check. No, there's nowhere else to check that's worthwhile. So he will he will um, cancel the spell. Okay. So this this man um, rose up. He's, he's looking quite warily at uh, Severin and Nicholas. Uh, you know, he's kind of eyeing up metal swords things Yar he says calling from about um, 50 foot off the shore so he hasn't he's not quite up at the bank far enough to yell but not not quite at the bank Yar several say good day Yar good day sorry to trouble you sir uh, I'm uh... fishing uh, could we have five minutes of your time? Yar, who are ye? My name's... I'll give... I'll a pseudonym. Uh, Espen. Uh, and this is my colleague, Charlie. What's your name? I can't remember. Jasper or something? <laughs> Jasper. Fair enough. Uh, I can't remember what your pseudonym was. Something like that. Um, uh, yes, we're strangers here. We wanted a, some a, advice. Yar. Well, is he, is he coming closer? No, he's close enough to yell, but he's not looking like he wants to get any closer to you. Uh, can we talk? Yar, we talk now. Yeah, we're talking now. Oh, okay. Um, where are we? You're you're on the bank of Jewel Island, a uh, Jewel Lake, oh, Tr Trout okay. Lake. <laughs> Trout Lake. Oh, I see. And um, is there a? Can you see the village from here? Uh, not. Why? Almost. Yeah, you can certainly see the smoke coming out, and very distant sounds of of um, 
domestic things going on. Um. Yes, uh, we were looking for someone uh, and wanted to. Yeah. Uh, a man called um, well, we we don't know what his name is really, uh, but uh, we are strangers to the land. Oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I didn't even want to do this. <laughs> um... Nicholas, Nicholas would whisper to Severin, perhaps we should find out where his daughter's seen strangers. Yeah, I think that might be a bit of a shock. <laughs> so we've heard of your daughter. <laughs> eventually, eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah. Hmm. He's looking at you. Um, You're right. Well, a bit lost. Oh. What are you doing here? Uh, we're looking for some men. What men? Uh, some bad men. No bad men here. No? Just, just us. Okay, who are you? Who are you? I just told you I'm Espen. Who are you? Yeah, but where are you from, Espen? Ah, oh, uh, Ely. Ah, oh, the big city. Big city. <laughs> kind of in the same way that you might say I'm from the moon. Oh, okay. And where are you from? Good, good hope. He points up the... Up the oh. And what's your name? I'm Malice. Oh, Malice. Husband ah. of Mollyman, son of Harlan. Uh, father of young Meg. Ah. Uh, would that be Malice or Melian? Oh, what? Can I do a lie detection? Hard. Very, very hard at this distance. Extremely hard. Give me your roll. Give it a, give it a right, go away. Could get, Mast. Could, uh, could get a hundred. Fast. Eighty-nine. Ah, masked. <laughs> Eighty-nine. What's his life perception? Not that great. Uh, it's thirty-nine. Too too hard to tell. He's too far away. Oh, okay. Now we had a he had a, a note to ask uh, to try and find malice. Uh, but your malice. I, my malice, husband oh. to Mollyman, son of Harlan, father to young Meg. Ah, oh. well, can we talk? We are talking, stranger. No, so we don't have to shout. No, you have a sword. Oh, well, I'm not going to use it. I'm quite friendly. I'm going to stay in my boat. Uh, very well. Um, where are the uh, major towns and villages here? You're asking him? Yeah. The what? <laughs> places, places where people live. 
major da well there's good hope and there's shadows rest down the road ah okay how far away is shadows rest well maybe morning's walk okay all right that's good to know what are you doing uh, here? Looking for the bad men. Why are you looking for bad men? Well, there are apparently some bad men around. I don't really know myself, to be honest. Is there anywhere to stay around here? No. Uh, no inn or anything? Hervins. Not one here, then. No? Who would stay there? Oh, I would. <laughs> uh, me. Alright, this is going nowhere. I don't... <laughs> oh, Nicholas would just would, 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 you know, want to ask, has no one seen any bad men? Have you not seen any bad men around these parts? More strangers? No one comes to Jewel Islands. Uh, well, we... Go on. Uh, but... The daughter said she saw some men, but I... I don't... don't believe it. Oh, well, what did Where? they look like? What was that? Where, where did she see them? Uh, she was saying near Big Head Hill. Ah, uh -huh. Big Head Hill, huh? Well, maybe we'll go and look over there then. Where is Big Head Hill? <laughs> that way, he says. Points down the lake. Uh, what's the best way of getting there? Well, the, you go down the jungle path, and you go down the coast, and then you walk and you find it. That's what I do. Okay. Ooh, well, that's interesting. Um, not very nice down there. Why? What's what's wrong with it? Hills. Uh, what else? What else lives down there? Troll wars? Yeah. Oh dear. Trolls? Trolls as well. Apparently. I haven't seen yeah, them. Well, how does your daughter... Isn't it a bit dangerous for your daughter to go down there? Um, she wasn't there. She was on top of there. She was on Big Head Hill itself. Looking down into the doing? valleys. What was she doing there? I don't know. You'd have to ask her. Oh, well, where, where, where is Meg? Do you mind if we talk to her? Yes. Oh. Okay. Who are you? I told you I'm Espen. We don't see people here. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I don't know really where I am either, sir. I'm just trying to find out. But um, uh, that's interesting, though. So we wouldn't be able to have a chat with your daughter at some point. Not until I actually know who you are. I'm Espen. This is Jasper. Why have you got a sword? Because there are bad men around. 
We don't like swords in our village. No, I don't like bad men, though, either, to be fair. Well, we won't go to your village. I don't want to frighten anyone. But um, that's good to know. Maybe we'll make our way over to Big Hill, Bed Hill. So the best way to go to Big Head Hill is to go back to Shadow's Rest, is it? And then from on from there? You like? Is that the best way? Sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, what do you, anything from you, uh, Nicholas? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, what did the men look? What did you say the men looked like? What did you say the men looked like? Men. Well, what, what were they wearing? I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, but you spoke to your daughter. Did. I'm going to go back fishing. All right. Well, that's fair enough. If you see any more uh, strange men around, let us know, will you? Staying long, are you? Well, hopefully not, no. But, you know, just so, so we know there are no bad men here, and then we'll go. Hmm. He starts rowing back out into the lake. Well, I don't know. I'm going to see these conversations. <laughs> um, all right. Lead. Well, that lead. Eight? Got a lead. Big Head Hill. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, we'll check that out. All right, well, um, we'll, uh, any, any perception, 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 anything else going on around here? We are all. That's, uh, st oh, 17. Yep, and what was the other roll? 70? 70, 70 from Nicholas. Nicholas. Mm, Severin. Um, no, nothing. You know already? 72. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing, I'm afraid. Um, and look, there is where I'm going to leave it for the two of those two characters. Um, both. Uh, Aiden and Giles have been waiting patiently in the other channel. Uh, Pete, that's pretty much your your race's yep. run for tonight, I think. Um, sure thing. You you can, as Stara has done, join us uh, if if you do want to listen in, um, or for suspense purposes, we can we can leave it till next week. Your call if you want to if you and Stara want to sign off here. I'm going to jump into chat room too with with Graham and uh, and the other two lads. Um, Stara and Pete, your your call if you want to sign off or if you want to join in listening, up to you. No, 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 no problem listening in. Listening. You would like to listen in? Yeah, 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 yeah me too. All right, all right. Cool. Follow me, follow me, everyone. <laughs> Chat room two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh, oh my goodness! Oh, wow, we got done with the place. Nice. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Uh, about it. Uh, it's getting Are a bit you... more crowded in here. Yeah, yeah, uh, chat room one is a lot bigger than chat room two. So. <laughs> and I'm not sure we're comfortable with with the the add-ons. We budge up, budge yeah. up. Yeah, we're we, we're having a, a cozy little chit chat here, guys. Uh, tough. <laughs> <laughs> Roasting a couple of marshmallows over our well-concealed fire. <laughs> Let me in on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, bearing in mind. 
pressures for people to, to sign off soonish let's jump jump in sorry uh both aiden and giles to keep you waiting as as we have yes that's right how many are dead <laughs> no comment um uh interesting um both uh pete is listening in and star are listening in they don't exist so currently we have oh, a bit harsh, harsh. On, in this harsh but fair in this environment so currently we have Mithan, uh gray tanya and neathanol uh what happens guys you head off down the, down the lake lake shore heading in the direction of good hope uh neathanol if she was going to go invisible if she's not already okay give me a roll please after some you know yep yep just waving her hands and sure oh <laughs> that's, a spell. that's a spell oh dear that's a spell yeah. oh dear oh good yeah. right, well, I'll have a little lie down then do you want me to roll again <laughs> yes please hope for a low roll yay two <laughs> another two another another two yeah. Oh my god, two twos in a row. Um, <laughs> Let's get okay. them out of the way. You're lucky. Momentary lapse of concentration delays casting a spell for one round. You could have, if you'd rolled 300, uh, 300 plus, caster suffers severe stroke and falls into a three-month coma. You didn't. That's good. Uh, do you want to roll it again, please? Yeah, more carefully. 22. 22. Oh. 22. Oh, really? That's just all, all the twos. You, you're supposed to actually roll the dice, right? <laughs> yeah, not push it across the table. Yeah, no. That's a different game. Um, there we there we go. Uh, the ethanol, you are now invisible. Thank God. I'll, I'll let them know where I went. Okay. And what do you do? We're off to see the wizard. We're off to see... Uh, so... What I thought, guys, if we if you could find a... We need to find a spot in the trees. Shall I go on ahead? Chris, can I ask a question? Sure. Um, out of naivety. Mm. So if Meathanol is invisible, we mm. cannot see Meathanol. Correct. Is there some system we can have whereby Meathanol can tell us where they are by kicking leaves or doing something which we know to look for so we know where Meathanol is? Because our job is to keep an eye on them, right? Tricky, which is that invisible. something you'd normally do? Uh, that's a really, really good, really good question, and it's one that uh, we haven't really gone into depth on, but we probably should. Um, oh, I, we I don't want to go back in time, no, no. but surely we would have a discussion with Mathenor to say, you know, every 15 minutes, can you, you know, tap a rooftop or flicker uh, something so we will look out for that and we. There's a good chance we'll see it. We might miss it, but we'll do our best to see it. So we, we know where to look for you if there's a problem. Good idea. What what do you do? There probably well, should be I, some kind of system. I would, would want to do that. Rock. Okay, but if you throw a rock, everyone will see the rock flying in midair, right? But if you kick leaves or, you know, flick a roof or do something which looks normal, like people... I'm just I'm just trying to think of things that oh, right, could no, be no, the no. wind or you know something. If you pick something up and throw it in the air, everyone's going to see it. They'll know you're there. Is there something you can do that might look normal but to us will be obvious? Does she have a mirror? Good Hopefully thinking. If she knew where we were. If she knows where we're hiding, 
or whereabouts if we maybe found where we're hiding spot first and then she has like a little mirror she could kind of like well i'd be invisible though and everything on it me it doesn't matter you can but you'll oh, still reflect light yeah. won't you sunlight no Off Oh, but everything you touch and hold is within, that become with, invisible within, too. Within one foot of the body becomes invisible. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's just bloody tricky. Okay, no, that's awesome though. So then, can you drop something which is obvious and step a foot away from it, and we will look for that signal—a stone, money, a thing, mm. an item that you can pick up, Red which runs. is obvious. Yeah, it'd have to be quite big. That's the thing. You're going to be a, a, a wee way off. So, Mathenal's perception skill is high. Does that help? Uh, so, her perception skill, Mithan, is 83. So, does that does that mean I'm good at seeing this stuff, especially if I know to look for it? Sure, but it depends how far away you are and depends how hard it is, basically. Um, so. And the village is walled. And the village is walled. Great. The village looks like uh, you've all seen it. You've all kept caught a glimpse of it. Um, it looks like it looks like this. I'll tell okay, you what. So if I'm in trouble, I'll just shout. <laughs> I think that you know. Simple but effective. I'm good with that. We just need to be close enough to respond. Yeah, yep. yeah. So what I was okay. going to suggest is that if I go, um, Chris, there is a few abandoned buildings. On the opposite side to the to the straight. Uh, just Can... just one sec. What I might do is get up a map, uh, which we can do some drawing and stuff on. That might be a little bit helpful. How's that? Yeah, the thinking was if I just, just uh, to, uh, I, was, I was just talking to the others. Um, if I go ahead and suss out a location that you think you guys could get to without being seen then lead you mm -hmm. there you can keep an arm things from a bit of a height yep and then and you can observe what's hopefully what's going on a little bit and then i'll sneak in probably check out the tower and see if there's a massive arm stash there <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if there isn't i'll come straight back out <laughs> yes do a bird call i love the glory run yeah nothing like a glory run <laughs> Uh, but you know, I don't think you know. Then we've we've ruled it out, then haven't we? Yep. So we'd be on our way. Okay. Okay. GM is fucking around. Uh, so actually, second guys. Keep, keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. Keep but talking. This is reasonably simple, Chris. So we just want to be as no, close as no, we no, can no, be. No, 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 no. I, I get the fact what you're trying to do, but it will be easier if I give you a map to mm. to kind of explain the scene for you. And I'm just about to bring something up that you can see and just, just easier to talk to a map. Just one second. This is where I feel slightly robbed because you know my my whenever someone does something like this, I instantly want to do a Rolf Harris impression, and I can't do it anymore. I feel slightly oh. robbed of a part of my childhood. Rolf. Oh well, yeah. Is he the one that was kind of awful? Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not the so, nice one that painted things. 
Well, he was that when I was a kid. He was the nice man who painted things. He no, the person you're thinking of is that that someone white who does crazy stuff. Um, curly hair. Bob. Uh, Bob oh, someone. Bob, someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah who's yeah. amazing? Yes, yeah, he was cool. Yeah. I like that guy. Okay. We can talk about this. Rolf Harris was amazing too, and then then he wasn't. Uh, right. Okay. So, um, some very very quick drawing from me. It is color blue. There is so this is the town of Good Hope. Uh, there's a kind of a little stream or outlet that comes up, a little stream that goes up there, um, flows down into. Can you make the the town bigger, Chris? Yep, just a second. Um, and that's uh, Trout Lake there. And then... Oh! Hang on a minute. So the landing is on Trout Lake, not the inlet. Uh, correct. <laughs> but, but, the in, but the inlet's inlet is close. It's there. But there's no wharf. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a... No, there's no wharf. Oh. I don't think I ever said there was... I don't think I ever said there was a wharf. Oh, there's a little wharf on the side of the village, but... Um, oh, yeah, there is, which is down into, yeah. into the river down here. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I took it to be on the sea, seawood side. Sure. Um, so the forest... Uh, whoops, a daisy... Hello. The jungle is... Uh, very crudely, all the way. Oh, no, no, wrong one. Damn it! Color. Where's color? Color. And we want. To... Oh, just do any color. Yeah. Better. Yeah. I just need the right brush, and I need my mouse to work. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, oh, Um So that's the edge of the jungle, kind of around there. Uh, the path that you're up, that you went across, started here, and has followed the lake down. So that's the edge of the jungle there, and then the lake itself is here. Um, party, the remains of the party, uh, your characters come up here, you can see the pointer, can you see the pointer? No, you can't, why can't you see the pointer? I know why. One second, guys. Capture cursor, there we go. You can see the cursor now, brilliant. So, um, you've, you've come up the side of the lake, and you get up to kind of about, you know, about here-ish. Uh, the Athelwyn, you're invisible. The town itself looks kind of like that. So there's a small river that comes down there. Um, and the town itself is, looks a bit like this. I think we should go up to the path because we can't walk up to the, or walk along inside the trees, I suppose. How did you cross, how do we cross the river? Uh, 
the river itself is not not large it's uh it's a stream there is a bridge here so there is a bridge here um you guys elected not to cross it um early this morning uh and you found a place up here where it's shallow enough to kind of wade across uh, wade sorry um yeah walk across but kind of you know mid mid thigh deep not that deep can i can i check chris does the terrain give the people who don't want to go in a place where they can look over the walls to see what's going on let's have a check I'm going to say 30% chance of exclamation mark R space D100. If it's 30 or under, there is. Yeah, there is. So uh, nice. as you uh, yeah, as 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 you come up to about here, there's a couple of low hills are probably a bit of exaggeration, but kind of. Um, half of the tree line half out there's kind of a raised area here which is which provides you with a a, a more natural place to, to position yourselves um you can place yourselves wherever you like so do we want to check with neathanol but if neathanol is happy do we want some of us to go there oh you're gonna hate this chris but um and so maybe one or two of us to be there are we within bow shot or cast uh, shot? So how long, if Neathanol's in trouble, will it take us to get from there to help him? Yeah, sure. Ah, uh, her. Mm. her. Her, sorry. That's all right. It's your first game, Giles. I think you're doing remarkably well. Um, goodness me. Uh, let's say... Let's say that's... That's 150 foot. Um, what's that? 150 foot. That's 300 foot. 400. So about here, that there would be the absolute outer range at a shot with a longbow, and you have a negative 50 to your shot to lob it all the way into the village. Uh, from about I'd, there. I'd seek mm. Neathanol's advice about support. What what do you want? Do you want us to hang out here? Well, we can see over and support you. Do we creep in closer? Do we what what do you want us to do? Well, I was just asking what's on the the west what's on the other side? Do you see those abandoned buildings? Are there trees short of those abandoned buildings? Because I thought we walked past those on the way here, actually. Uh you kinda came down here, saw them, and then crossed over here. So you, you did get a glimpse of them. Yeah, don't no, you, no, the party didn't. You did, Neathanol, because you crept in quite close, if you recall. Yeah. Uh, so how how close are they to tree cover? Sure, let's find out. Um, you have. It's playing up. Bang. There we go. Uh, you have tree cover. Uh, kind of around here. Some here. Cut it down, obviously. There's some, some fields, etc. kind of around here. Um, and this was the, the green of the forest here. 
So there is there is some tree cover here and here mm. and kind of the odd outlying tree kind of dotted around here and fields etc where they're trying to grow some pretty miserable looking crops. Mm. It's like long grass. Um, yeah, well, should, I, should I just go Is in? Can I, can I just check? If, with me ethanol's composite bow, will they be able to go from the spot you've put in the hills into the village? Because she seems like an idiot savant with her bow. Ah, uh, uh, that's Tanya. Tanya's with you. She's the bow. She's the bow uh, person. Oh, and Mithan as well. Myth, myth, sorry, Mithan has this bow thing of plus one one three, which seems huge. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Pete. But is her is, is that is she super good but short, or is she going to have the range to get into the village from here? Minus fifteen. Yeah. Well, with a long bow, she's got a composite bow, um, which is. Uh, from, from there is a longbow range. Short, a composite bow fires less than longbow, so she would have okay, to, she would have to come in a little bit further, get closer. Um, uh, sorry, just to, to your question, I'd say she's good with her bow. I think Tan Tanya's maybe a little bit better, but they're both very good archers. But, but, but Tanya's bow has a, a longer range. Look, uh, we want we want me to go with you as close as I can get. You want to go into the village. If you can find a place I can come and join you, I will. And we want our longbow person to hang out in the hills and scare the shit out of these downtrodden villagers if it all goes pear-shaped. I don't need to hit anything. They just need to fire some arrows and they're going to freak out. You could you, know. you could definitely... So, so could, you, could you lob some arrows probably from from here with your composite bow and they could probably land somewhere in the village yes oh. but you wouldn't have you definitely wouldn't have an aimed shot they would just come i don't want to i don't want to hit anyone i just want to scare them if if Nathan needs to get the shit out of dodge right that's yeah, what we want yeah you could probably lob some arrows in and they'll land somewhere over there yeah are you are you happy with that Nathan? that'll do that'll do sweet we're good to go then Yep, oh. off I go then. Alright. Uh we'll come to the ethanol in a second. Uh Grey, what are you what are you up to? Uh well Grey's got a bow but it's not as good. I think it's like plus sixty six for his light crossbow. Okay. Uh, so I'm guessing it probably wouldn't get that far. Uh, um let's have a look at the range. Uh, yeah, 360 foot is as far as a light crossbow could fire. So that is getting a bit shorter. I mean, maybe if you're lucky, you could kind of angle it right up and you might be able to lob some kind of into these, these buildings, you know, kind of down by the, down by the, the shore, but definitely the composite bow and the lot, and certainly the long bow would be able to put arrows further into the village. Hmm. Can um Neathnal, can can you um pass uh invisibility on other people? Because if yeah, you make oh. great uh, Okay. Um Stop he has one him. thing that he can do which is make himself blurry. Um if he was to maybe go 
I might hide in one of those tree covers that are a little bit closer, just in case you needed some ground support. Although maybe it would be a bit dangerous if there's random arrows flying about. I mean, I think it's just a village, so I'm happy just to go ahead and get this done and get out. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, could be wrong. If I get into a trouble, I'll come back. Well, maybe then if the bows, the people with bows are trained on the town, maybe he's more just kind of watching their backs and looking out to the bush to make sure that no one else is coming up behind them. Possibly the, the worst thing could happen is somebody could come down the path, like if, you know, like we heard crashing in the woods and what mm. that could probably be you know or the worst thing that could happen yeah maybe that'd be better yep you yeah, maybe you could come along the uh don't know how you'd signal let me know having having said that like oh should we just do it and see let's just see what happens yeah let's do it it's also 10.30, and I think oh, yeah, people yeah, wanted oh, yeah, to, yeah. To, to bail there, so I think we... Uh, Giles, you mentioned you, you got an early start, so should we um, should we knock it on the head there, set up for next time? Cool. Mm -hmm. Is that good? Lovely. Lovely. Um, Giles, welcome to the game. Yeah. Thank you oh, so much, so much. Yep, it, it's been fun, thank you. Excellent. Excellent. There we go, guys. Tune in next Wednesday to see what happens in the village of Good Hope. <laughs> all right, thank I you. Hope so this one. Thank nice you. one. Thank you. Bye, Welcome, guys. Thanks. Night, all. Night, 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 guys. Nice to meet you, Joss. Yeah, good to meet you. Good fun. See you later. Nice one. Bye. See you. Bye. 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 bye.